West West Show. improve a thing like i don't know i don't know, try and look on the internet see what the other see what other ones have now this is mean bro but the other ones are like flash as they when i see them like they have the lights at the oh, behind yeah. and the, the different backgrounds like so they do they have the grass there <laughs> <laughs> true me i just need a post a couple of posts to put up there yeah, have well, some field field markings, eh? <laughs> Here we go. Right, brother. Thanks for coming on the podcast, mate. <laughs> ah, thank you for having me, bro. No, nah, no worries, no, no worries. Because, you know, it was Liddy that told me I should get you on. You know, you had a good story to tell him that, you know. I, I believe that because when I looked on your website with your, um, your Wolsey label, mm. it's been around for a while, eh? I think it's uh yeah, just two, just over two years maybe. Mm. Two years, but nah, it's been it's been good, bro. It keeps me grounded and um gives me the opportunity to share through different means, like you know. Mm. You can um there's a lot of people that do stuff like this podcast or um go around and talking at schools and all that, but I try to use the apparel that we make as like a nice breaker. Um, that's kind of the way I storytell is mm. I don't really like getting up in front of people. I'm quite shy. Um, and then, you know, just through apparel, I just thought, oh, why not mm. try something new, try something different, but can still positively impact our community, um, especially our kids. So just something different. Also. Mm. Two years, that's a long time. Who was around that time? Because I remember someone similar to you, um, Andy Seville, with his clothing label, he's... Cause his stuff is all about um, mental health and that, eh? like with his the slogans he has on his yeah. his gears and that. But um, that's probably I know before COVID I started seeing that stuff. But but then you, you were doing it as well that yeah. time. Huh? I kind of like fashion is something I've always been like I've always had a passion for it. Like mm. I remember at high school, you know, we always used to change our uniforms up and try and make it swaggy and. Yeah. Um, so I guess it kind of st- <laughs> would always get in trouble, but it. Um, it kind of started from there and then obviously when I went through the ballsy stuff and my mental health journey, I was like, how can we do, be different? Mm. What's our point of difference? And mine was obviously storytelling, but through apparel. Mm. Um, so it, it had always been there. Um, but just like anything, bro, like you probably got it when you started your podcast. It's always scary taking that first step, like worrying about... Oh, Who's gonna wear it? <laughs> who's gonna buy? Who's gonna want to buy this? Or you know what? Are, what would other people think? Yeah. I think after I took that first jump, I was like, "Who cares now, man? You know, we're here. Let's play. Let's see what happens." And it's been two years. Two years since we've been live, but obviously it's been a lot longer behind the scenes mm. um, in terms of just trying to figure out what we can do. And yeah, 
you know when you just said that like when when you said you know we have those barriers and i think being Pasavanda, that these barriers are already built into us how we were brought up and yeah, i think hey 100 and bro. then it's like like you said like you know me starting the podcast or me and my other friend starting the podcast it was like the anxiety of getting out there you know it took a long time to get over that and even if we did get over it and go out get out there we still hold back from a lot of things and that, that's exactly right what you said like if you're starting your your business your your clothing label what are people going to think is it going to be you know uh, is this is this cool is it not cool what, is it going to take off or, you know but it's like you got to dive in you got to dive in without thinking about that but we we're not sort of that's not the first that's not how we yeah, first instinct yeah, 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 yeah. it's like we've got to get over, get over a, a mental barrier before you know that happens but you know it's not there it's 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 uh it's a thing that we worry about that's not there in the first place i think bro even if you just we go back and talk about our upbringing um you know especially in the Samoan households or or Pacifica households, well, I can only speak through a Samoan lens is, you know, when you're spoken to, um, don't respond, like, when don't make eye contact, like, you know, so that's already uh, um, a mask that we hit up front, like, you know, especially when we're going, to, like, say, for instance, like, when, when my kids, when they go to school, the teachers are like, look at me when I'm talking to you, but you see all the Pacifica kids or Samoan kids, especially, like, they're like, looking at the ground but the teacher thinks that it's being disrespectful yeah like also, we're not, that's not disrespectful that's just how we were raised like if i'm looking at you i'm gonna have to block the <laughs> you know block the smack or block the channel that's coming and i think like like you said growing up like with that kind of mentality that kind of puts us on the back foot already because we're scared to put our hand up you know, like, yeah. oh, I've got a question. But then ask a question, also, this is going to get sussed in the mouth, you know. Um, but, and I think that's, through my experiences now with my kids, I'm always like, man, I still want them to have our Pacifica and Samoan values and stuff, but I've also got to understand that it, the world's evolving. Things are changing. And for us to give them the best opportunities, we've got to encourage them to, Ask for help. Put your hand up. Ask for help. Mm. If you don't understand things, ask. Like, whereas we didn't have that. We, like, we couldn't ask. You know, we couldn't. Uh, <laughs> anything you'd ask, if you ask, you get a hiding. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's a tricky one, eh? Like, it's funny because if we're if we're in school in Samoa, mm. it would we'll just be normal. You know, we'll probably I don't know if we'll probably um thrive more because mm. it's normal to the kids there, it's normal to the teachers there. Everyone knows exactly what to do. This is understand, yeah, understanding, understanding element. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. But us coming here, growing up here, and the teachers back in our days, you know, not Pacifica, mm. like they don't understand. No. And and th and what they per perceive as us being respectful, they perceive as us being scared. Yeah. And or shy or, but but they don't just don't understand. Right, that's that's hundred oh. percent true. Yeah, I can still like envision <laughs> things like, mm. you know, we're talking about it, like thinking about experiences at school, like, oh, man teachers like they if they're not from a Pacifica background they don't understand it and then it, we just come across as disrespectful and then you look at your reports and like this guy's just mm. like not um looking or not listening in class or blah 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 I'm like yeah we are but it's just different yeah, like yeah. you know <laughs> I don't want to I want to make eye contact with you but I can't like it's just little things like that or just yeah I don't 
Yeah, it's a hard one. And if you look at the other side of it, like I remember having a, a, a balangi mate when mm. I was growing up and going to his house and yeah. doing all that stuff and seeing how he acts to his parents, like answering back and all that. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like in my mind, like, man, what? <laughs> I couldn't understand that. You know? There's heaps of memes about that stuff. <laughs> There's all, you always have that balangi mate when you go to the house. Like, oh... He's got a nice toilet. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a nice bathroom. Like, oh, what's this? And the way, especially the way they speak to their their parents, mm. it's mm. it's. Like, us growing up, we we don't we didn't even understand, right? Because we 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 can see what's happening, but we just can't. Yeah. We just can't um, get it in our minds. Like, what's going on? We just think it's different, and I think that's the thing with with different cultures, and if you. If you put if you put if you put racism in it, mm. like it's racism is there because they don't want to understand. People don't want to understand and think that oh nah it's better for me to just stay away and because it's different. Yeah, it's different. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't understand it, so I don't want to go there. Yeah, and so it's easy for people to talk about behind their backs and yeah. what they think. You know, so no, that's true. That's yeah, that's hundred percent true, and like, that's just like we're talking about it. Had, had that race racism element, but that's just ge- uh, life in general. Like you mm. know, once if we don't understand something about someone, like oh, they're, they're, oh, yo, different <laughs> farm men, like you know. So, if, if, like if you, you look at it from a, a, a human perspective, like mm. if we want to grow as uh, grow our communities, like we say we want to on social media and that, like we have to understand how Samoans operate, Tongans, Fijians, like Maldives. Even like Indians or like wherever wherever you come from, like in order for us to grow, we have to understand and acknowledge not everyone's the same. Mm. And then, yeah, that's a hard one. That's not hard, but <coughs> just the ignorance behind people not wanting to understand. Yeah, yeah, we're guilty of it too. Sometimes you know, everyone, everyone, I think everyone is guilty of it. You know. I'm reading this book right now called um, it's about decolonization mm. and, and what does that mean? It's pretty interesting, eh? Because it's like it's like um, to take back everything that we've taught and do it so everyone has a fair share of how to live mm. and all that. Like it's like the Western world versus what's that good was. in indigenous cultures. Yeah. Holy, who's who wrote who wrote that it's, book? It's a bunch of people um, in in Wellington mm. from university down there. Yeah. What like is are they Pasifika or? No, the there's one Balangi and the, all the rest are Maori. Oh yeah. Yeah, or Hakas. Mm. And um, yeah, they talk about. It's a pretty interesting book. It makes you think, eh? Or made me think about it, like because it's not just because um, decolonization is a deep thing. Because it's like everything that's got to do with colonization, like reverse it. Yeah. But in a, you reverse it in a way where Balangis can live with it too. Yeah. All of us can live. Yeah. Not like just, m- moving yeah. forward. Like so, everyone understands each other and how, and what does that look like? It might look, it might end up to be something different. Mm. Like New Zealand or Aotearoa might be a different culture. There's yeah. one culture that we all yeah. can can strive in and have a system where we all can benefit f- from it. It goes. It also talks about how 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 the Balangis have no identity, mm. and and they see it when they go overseas to the OE, 
because when they when the Balinese go overseas, <laughs> they go to UK. You know, they they're at the at the New Zealand bars doing the haka, yeah. <laughs> but that's their only identity they have. Like yeah. back to New, New back Zealand, New Zealand yeah. there's the haka and yeah, the haka all blacks, all, all blacks, yeah. Like, yeah, stuff like that. So, mm. but it's like that they only they only feel it when they're out of New Zealand because mm. they need something to it's connecting to, to connect like, to. like a connection. Thing, yeah. yeah. But whereas us, you know, we're always from the islands. Yeah. We connect with New Zealand because we brought up here, but we always go back to the islands. Yeah. Family and stuff like that. Like, and that's why you have the Tour Samoa, the Heritage Team and the Tonga and the MNT and all that. It's only mad. I don't know how many flags I saw. I just keep on seeing more and more flags every day, man. That's what I was saying. Hey, when we drove here, we drove here and there was like heaps of cars with flags. I was like, yo, mean. Such like, bro, it makes me so proud to be. Mm. You know, someone and it's like, but it's like a double-edged sword sometimes. Eh? Like we're our own worst enemies. Like yeah. if you look back to, sorry, we're going, we could be going off topic now, but if you look back to the '66 pumping that we got at the start, it's probably the same Samoans that are like, this team's kind of <laughs> what the sack the coach, like you know, all that, get rid of these players, <laughs> and then now look at them, like you know, we're in the finals, man. The first, the first second tier nation to make the finals in 34 years mm. Hist- yeah history or whatever it is yeah. I think they, they made history that history but they also made the record books of the fastest turnaround but, oh yeah like the, oh from like the, six, first, the 66 yeah. Six, yeah. Oh, 66 oh, 66 66 yeah, 66 yeah. four weeks later or three weeks later they beat England you know that's the fastest turnaround and, and you know big um in a big margin, yeah, you know, it's almost like it's a completely different team. What's your what's your what's your thoughts on? Because um, I've been thinking a lot about it lately too, and it's like we just spoke about racism before, yeah, and um, we're getting we got pumped. Samoa got pumped, sixty to six first game. We come back, and the the tides changed. We won. Was it twenty seven, twenty six, or something like that? Like, I seen like posts about um, the colonizers being colonized. Like, you know, like it just made me think. Like, man, like, for there's a lot of hurt still there. You know what I mean? Like, I still get like, I, I, I still get quite emotional talking about things like that. And like, I read a lot of posts about it. Um about going back to colonisation and how much it means to, like, I'm not saying that it's just a game for England, it's England, and but for us, I can look what it done, it united the nation, not only Samoans and Samoa, but Samoans in New Zealand, Australia, the US, well, globally. Um, like, it's, it's, I just feel, I just feel like it's more than a game to us. Like, we don't, we don't have the resources that other countries have. We don't have, the money like those big nations have yet we we provide over 50 percent or 60 percent of the talent that plays not only in the nrl but over in the super league as well it's probably less up there actually to be fair but you know the majority of our players are of pacifica heritage so yeah i don't, I don't know it's like I still, I, I still sense there's a lot of hurt there, but 
like we were talking about before, it needs to be acknowledged or it needs to be addressed mm. and understood. Like, mm. well, that guy's not racist. Like, that guy's just racist. He's talking about, but that's mm. not, like, it's a lot deeper than that. There's a lot of pride and hurt that people are still feeling mm. because of what happened through colonization and that. And this is just a, man, we're getting one up. We get, we're able to compete now. Like, sport, sports is, sports to me has always been, like, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it saved me, but it's kept me on the right path, and it's given me opportunities to travel the world and and be proud of where I come from, and my family. But um, like I I just feel like it's given our our country or Samoa, Samoans whether they're New Zealand born Samoan or Samoan born in Samoa wherever, the opportunity to be proud of who we are, mm. and just fly that flag high and be like, yeah, we're on top. Mm. We're on top for once, because we've always like you know we've, I've, I felt like we've always been on the back foot, regardless of wherever we are. We're always whether it's the colour of our skin, the tattoos, or how we look. We're always on the back foot. It's deep, yeah. eh? It's deep, it's and, deep and I think I know what you mean because I haven't seen anything like this before. Mm. Like I saw MMT when they first started and it was all, saw their support. And I was thinking, oh, our tongue's always like that. Are they better than us supporting? <laughs> you know, when they were first but doing it. I was, I was exactly the same, but I was like, why are we passionate yeah, like these why, guys? Why, why are we like this to, mm. to Manusamo? You know, why were we like this when we beat Australia? Yeah. <laughs> that time we beat Australia. <laughs> but yeah, I had those same thoughts. And then to see our people rise up to the occasion for Tosamo this time around. Uh, there it is. There, there it is. There it is. But... Uh, Thinking about what you were talking about, how how deep it is, what this what what this campaign has done for the people of Samoa and especially people from overseas like Samoan but born in Australia, USA or or New Zealand. That sense of pride, you know, that sense of pride and what and a lot of these guys in the team, are, you know, don't didn't grow up in Samoa either. Yeah. No. So it's like, and for for them to beat England. That's like a symbol of of colonization yeah, from back yeah, in the day, you yeah. know, and and just just to overcome all those odds, sports wise, to 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 beat all those those soft penalties we got, you know, yeah. <laughs> to beat all the things going against us, yeah, you know, like the the sixty to six loss we had just put us way down mm. and just overcome that, you know, hundred percent. I mean, yeah, it's powerful. It's powerful, and I think, as much as I think that we should have had this kind of energy from yeah. long time, yeah. <laughs> even when we were losing, <laughs> I think it's good yeah. that maybe it's time to just think about what we can actually do now. Mm. Because when I think about what Tosamo has done versus what what Manusamo has done, there's a big difference, and because it's caught up real real fast, like for a short, short period of time. We've managed to make it to uh, a final, a World Cup final, in 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 a, in a in a rugby game. It might not be rugby union, but it is a rugby game yeah. or a rugby league game, you know. And Emmanuel Samoa has done that. And we've had our issues there too with the with the rules, with the World Rugby rules all these years. The eligibility, the eligibility and stuff, rules. Yeah. I mean, it's all it's all about money over there, you know. Whereas rugby league, it's a smaller sport. They're trying to grow. If if this is the way to grow, to have different eligibility rules to rugby union it's working yeah you know i don't know about the steroid rules because that, that's like something that needs to be yeah. different too but yeah it's it's 
Look at the growth. Look at the growth in the game. So there's no, there's no real. They're quite flexible in in, in rugby league international, mm. in terms of eligibility. But look at the growth. Like look at the people that get behind it, mm. and and then look at the eligibility rules and union. Like everyone says, let's grow the game. Let's grow the game. You want to grow the game? We want to grow your pockets. <laughs> but who's you know? But who's? And uh, I'm just I, I'm just assuming. That the board, the 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 rugby board, board rugby board, uh, show me a Pacifica person that's on there. Mm. There could be one on there, but I've never heard of them. Mm. You know, and that 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 could be. That's where we need more representation because we need people pushing for. If I look at the All Blacks, like how many multi Pacifica or well, like Pacifica players do they have there that could potentially play for Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, mm. if not. Being first selected for, so ah, I don't see, know. see, that's another powerful thing too. Because if you think about these boys that turned down Australia, uh, Australia, or or even the Kiwis to play for Samoa, you know those um, those pair of Panther guys, you know, jumping over and making up this team. Because even that is powerful. 100%. I mean, and you got to give it up to MMT for starting it for yeah. for Lolo mm. to say not no Kiwis are going to play for Tonga. For Andrew Fafita to do the same thing, now we're not gonna play for Kangaroos, we're gonna play for Tonga. You know that's a, that's just inspired that's 100%, everybody. Yeah. You know, and it's just made because man, this World Cup, Rugby World Cup, Rugby League World Cup, it's been awesome, man. It's been mean to it's us. Been mean. Yeah. It's been mean. And to, and for for the rules to spread all that, all that, all that, um, all that talent mm. between all the even even Lebanon. I don't know if Lebanon yeah. has a rugby league team in their own country. <laughs> you know? yeah, the, all the NRL players, the Lebanese heritage, <laughs> yeah. Mitch <yeah. laughs> Even that's cool. Yeah. Know? Yeah. PNG. Even Fiji's pretty strong, you know. Bro, we watched the um was it Greece? And I had this um the Samoan or Tongan guy playing for their me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, it was like uh I can't remember what the last it was it was a Pacifica last name. Oh. And he looked like a half cast. I was like, "So that's me." Like, but you know, like we're getting represented, you know, all these um, half casts that are coming out. Like, yeah. you know, if they can't play for New Zealand or some more Australia, or whatever, then you just see them popping up. Like, mm. I think it was Greece. Was it Greece? It was one. Of, it was one. Of, I think it was Greece. I'll find out, and I'll let you know. But yeah, I was yeah. buzzy. Just oh, look, there's another. You know, there's <laughs> another um, islander. Mm. I just, I just said he was someone, but I don't know if he's someone or not. Yeah, I think they've got, they've got the right. Because I think for any World Cup, you need to see the best players playing in, in that competition, whatever it is. You see it in FIFA. You know, all the best soccer players are playing in, in FIFA. You don't see it in Rugby Union, the World Cup, because if you're contracted or you can't Some, play yeah, for... Especially for the Pacifica Pas- Pas- Nations, mm, eh? Mm. They, um, yeah, their clubs have a stronghold over, over them, whether they can play or not yeah because yeah. we robbed of seeing Charles Pieter oh, play international yeah. you know well luckily he, he got the opportunity to play recently but you know there was a few years ago when he was at his peak I'm not saying mm. that he's not at his peak now yeah but um, that would have been mean to see him like I, I just feel like they need a their eligibility rule needs to change and they're too scared to change it because <coughs> of the outcome that will happen be like this rugby league world cup mm. your second tier nations like Samoa, Tonga like you know Fiji and rugby they're already up there you know they're 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 quite um 
they always make at least the quarterfinal stage. Mm. Um, out of all the Pacific nations, I, I think they they're the stronger ones. But in league, all of you know, everyone's playing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah everyone's playing. It's not just your, your your three or four countries that in in rugby like England, New Zealand, Samoa. I mean, not Samoa. I'm um, South Africa. Um, who's the one England? Uh, like Argentina. Like you know, there's always that four or five that are always around. It's league, right? This one's been so. Sam was in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought that? And um, yeah, man, I I set the alarm me to, to go watch the game. I mean, the missus went down and watched, and man, edge of my seat, man, edge of all all through the game, man. <laughs> we, uh, had, we had my nephew see me. Uh, he stayed over, and um. And my mate over here was asleep. Mm. I kept waking him up. But every time we score, bro, I like did the real silence. <laughs> <laughs> then when it got to the end, like, you know, the last few minutes, mm. how all we needed to do was hold the ball and we would have won. Yeah. They did the turnover and then England went the whole length of the field. I was like, silent. <laughs> and that, and Noah was like, Dad, you got to be quiet. Um. You know, my nephew's a seabass. He's like, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> and then, um, but I was like, I was like you. So on the edge of my seat, especially in that um, that overtime, you know, how we got mm. the first charge down. I was like, so let's only tackle three. Like, set yeah. up another phase and get closer. Like, you know. And, and yeah, then, man, after that charge down, oh, no, that's it. We're gonna lose. We're gonna lose. <laughs> and then Tompkins to the fourth pass. Tompkins, yeah, we had like, the my little Tompkins. Thank you very much, dude. <laughs> and then, because uh, well, uh, I honestly thought they were going to go back to um, Milford again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I didn't see, because on the screen, you couldn't really see who was, mm. who was out on the right. And then, long ball the other way to Crichton. Boom, straight through. Was, you know how they it. changed the um, camera angle to the back of the yeah. back of the post? Yeah, I didn't click it whenever. I was still trying to figure trying out. To go, if I went, oh, yeah. And then when I saw the boys running. They were gathering, I was, I was like, like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was delayed of my, re- my reaction. My reaction. <laughs> oh, man. It's been cool to see the reactions, though, eh, on through social media. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. people film themselves, like, watching the game. Oh, man. There's been some real funny ones, but there's been some real, um, really cool emotional ones, like, where you see, like, the cool Englands, you know, like, the older people mm. watching it with their families, and then they get teary-eyed. I'm like, man. I wish the old man was here, you know, who can share that, share a moment like that with him. And I was talking <laughs> to my cousin about it too, you know, yeah. like, so I wish our dads were here, you know, like, mm. to witness this. But then in, the, in my head, I was like, so even though they won, they'll still be like, so this team's Gaia, they'll find a way, you know, they'll find a way to say that this team's Gaia somehow. But I just started laughing. But nah, it's me. I'm proud, bro. I'm proud to be a Samoan now. Yeah, man. I was well awake after that. Man, just. I'm glad it's an earlier game, five five a.m. I think. Yeah, yeah five a.m. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah, and I hope the win is gonna be good because I heard they're gonna have some big screen TVs. So I saw the. We just looked before. There's um, Trust Stadium. Lee. They're gonna have one there. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't read it properly. I just saw Trust Stadium as everyone. So might have to get down there. <laughs> <laughs> With a headgear and a mouth guard. <laughs> oh man, it's it's a big it's big. I had to I asked the boys uh, this question. Do you think this is the biggest event since David Tour versus Lennox Laws? Ooh. Because my my answer to that was 
It will be if Tua wins. Yeah. Because David Tua lost, yeah. unfortunately. Yeah. If Tua wins, that's now the that Ooh. that will be the best. That will be the number one. But then the the counter from from that was yeah, but there was no flags around when David Tua was about to fight. Yeah. So. There was no flag, but everyone was everyone was watching because it was a Sunday. Do you remember it was a Sunday? Was I Sunday. remember I was a kid. Yeah. I could have been this. No, I would have been a little bit older than you. Oh, I could have been. Well, anyway, I just remember, bro, after church, <laughs> everyone, like, we were all my family, or, you know, my close family, my cousins, my, my granddad, my grandma, mm. my aunties and uncles. I remember watching that. That's world, that's world that's heavyweight another, world bro, champion. That's a, yeah, that's a, <laughs> bro, that's a tough one, eh? Off the top of my head, I'd say, yeah, I can't really think about uh, of any... Well, anything else but oh, the popularity of the sports easy mm, yeah, yeah 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 boxing yeah. is worldwide mm. more than rugby league but I think I think in terms of sports that is the biggest in terms of um, pride and culture I think this mm. this will be this tournament yeah Cause, yeah because oh. yeah we, we, yeah, we, we, we never did the parades in there for David Tour but we did we knew the significance knew the significance of, of it, that yeah, yeah. And everyone watched it. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> nah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It's a hard one, eh? Because I was even thinking, like, I was messaging um, one of the boys today. Um, I posted a, uh, we got the t-shirts that we got, the Tosamo t-shirts. Um, posted it on on a story, and he messaged back, like, just the choo, like you know, <laughs> to go Tosamo all the way. And then I just messaged him. I was like, oh, this reminds me of when you guys beat Australia. I've got that same feeling. Like, mm. yeah, let's do it. We can do it. And you never miss it back. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like you know, like there's there's moments where we've been we've been on top like that. You know, like mm. the Australian one, David Tua, like even though he lost, Mark Hunt, like, mm. um, yeah, there's there's a lot of lot of. I won't even throw in um, Manu Samoa being in Wales. Oh yeah, in the World Cup '91. Eh? Mm. Was it '91? Mm. I was five. There was two. They, we we beat them twice. Uh, we beat them in two World Cups. When was there was? A, oh, ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's 90, right. '95, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that one. That one used to come up on all the highlights. Even you Google something more. Yeah, well, well that two. was the reason why they changed the rules. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was not long after that, eh? <laughs> long after that, they changed Bloody rules. punks. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that, that's the colonization thing we've been talking about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, was, we're not racist people, guys. We just, uh, we just want an even playing field. <laughs> not yeah. only in sports, and life as well. <laughs> it's funny because we have this podcast with Lady, you know, the one that um, yeah. out the clip. It was like a weekly talk mm. about what's going on in the week. And man, the past three episodes all have been about to Samoa, man. I mean, <laughs> this whole week, two weeks, this whole campaign after the 66 yeah. loss, like, it's been like everybody, eh? like, you can't get away from the story and you can't talk about anything else. Yeah. You know? Every second post is about to Samoa. Every story is 685 on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, um, if, if the. If the uh, if the singers had any idea, they would have stocked up on all those flags. Man. <laughs> this week, everyone is looking for flags, and there's no flags. So like, we went and looked after <laughs> after, after Sunday. Oh, the, at like eight thirty in the morning uh, after the semi, 
we went, I thought I had one, but bro, I don't know where it's gone. And I said to my son, I was like, let's get up. We'll go early and try and find it. So we drove everywhere around <laughs> West Auckland. And so they even saw some same, some of the same cars. There were some places that we were. Oh, yeah. So we just put on, oh, is there any flags? They were like, nah, there's no flags. Like, Shut <laughs> Thanks, Oos. Have a good Sunday. And we just drive off. And we went to um, Look Shop. Look Shop at Westgate. I think it's yeah. Look Shop. And we're like, do you guys have any? So, and then we started looking. And we saw the, the, you know, the Taiwan flags. We're like. So there's two there. Had a look. And then something in me was like, just, just open it and have a look and see if it's the real one. So they opened it and there was Taiwan. Didn't even have the stars. I was like, oh. lucky we didn't buy it. Otherwise we'll be walking <laughs> around with a Taiwanese flag. <laughs> and I said to them, I was like, hey, can you um, check the stock, please? And mm. um, then they said, oh, Albany. Albany? And I was like, oh, of course there's. Of course there's. Of course there's. They've got them in Albany. And then I just said to them, I was like, nah, we'll. We'll leave it. We'll try and find something during the week. And I uh, mm. turned up to turn up to work on uh, Monday, and the uh, deputy principal, said, "Where's your flag?" I was like, oh. "We went everywhere to try and find one." And then I said to him, "Can I use the one that we use for some more language week that you mm. put at the front?" And he goes, "Yeah, I've got two. So mm. he gave us one. I've just been wearing it as a Superman cape the whole week. <laughs> well, kids are like, Bro, "It's only a game." I was like, "It's not a game. This more is my game. life." <laughs> <laughs> This is what we live for, bro, to be moments like this, to be proud, you know, mm. that we can show the world, we can foot it with anyone. How do, man? Mm. So proud of these. Like, man, I can't believe, I can't believe they, they, they actually had a, at the, at the final. Because, okay, I had my doubts. I had my doubts. <laughs> I thought they were going to lose to England, you know, but if I was a pity man, I would have put my money on England. <laughs> <laughs> Sell it. This this guy's the one. <laughs> this guy's one of those ones that were in the comments after the sixty section. <laughs> oh man. I'll tell you, I'll be honest, bro. I like even before the campaign started, I was like, get the coach out. I don't want the coach. Mm. I didn't realise he'd yeah, been yeah, yeah. I didn't realise he had been um uh like coach for twelve years or mm. yeah. Mm. I was yeah. like, Solo, what sort of head coaches <laughs> you know? Well, it just shows how many internationals they have. Like, you know, one year they might only have one. Well, I found that out after I heard the story about how Andrew Johns was going to come mm. over and they said nah. <laughs> uh, especially Andrew Johns, like, and his brother. Yeah. And then SPW. Imagine someone saying, how can you say no to those three? <laughs> or like, you know, Andrew Johns, like he's an immortal. <laughs> and then, oh, bro. And you say no to them, I was like, nah, I was always anti the coach after that. I was like, there's mm. something fishy going on here. I was like, nah, get that coach out. I don't mm. like him, I don't like him. And then that 60 to 6 stumping just gave me the, yeah. see, I told you, get rid of him. <laughs> get rid of him. But even his, um, you know when they when 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 Stephen Cronin won the game and mm. the camera shot up to the yeah. coach's box and they were cheering? He's got no emotions, he. He doesn't have emotions. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's the first time I've seen him smile and... <laughs> With Jeff Tui on the <laughs> other side of him, but man, I like I, I, I it was cool. It was mm. cool to see him happy. Yeah, you know, because like yeah, yeah see, true. that's what we can do. Yeah. Like, does the team you you adopted, you know, you're coaching. That's what we can do. You know, it would it would I th I think it would have, <laughs> but because even like when you read stuff about the team now, like there's a lot of the senior players that are in there that didn't want him. They yeah, wanted him yeah. X too. Yeah. So I wonder how that, what that feeling was like coming into camp again after the last campaign, 
voicing your opinion, saying, you know, you, I don't want this guy to be coached, and then he's coach again. <coughs> and then to come in and get pumped, 60 to 6. Did what's what you know? What's the how is that feeling in the camp afterwards? Did you just do his um, press conference post? Nah, nah, not the, not this one, not this one. Because uh, he was talk- he was always talking about the pride mm. and how the the energy, of, and you know, and I was I was thinking, okay, what exactly are you doing? You know, if is this just the boys? You're not running the cutter. <laughs> you know, doing yeah, it. Not yeah. you're not helping. You, all you're doing is directing. Mm. The plays, uh, you know, yeah, directing yeah, yeah. where they go and yeah, and that the, the passion and yeah, that uh, from the boys. Yeah, like how much of that? Because you know, when the coach is always like, he has to be the the motivator. Mm. Like he probably doesn't have to be motivated, be that motivator. Eh? He doesn't yeah. have to be that guy because eh? the boys already have it, I guess. Yeah, they should. Like, at the end of the day, like the players are the ones that are playing the game. Mm. So you've got to g your up or g yourself up somehow. Yeah, we well, got there's the stories on. Um, and Julian Polo like talking to the boys, yeah. and so they've got leaders I saw, already. Oh, there. Yeah, I saw that yeah. one. I saw that. Is that the one where they were saying like, "Be proud of what we've?" Mm. Yeah, that was that was a cool one. Eh? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that one hit home. So I get that's not Matt Paris's job. Then I think the boys are going to suss out with the motivation side of things, and plus they see they they've already acknowledged the fans, us, you know. Yeah. So I guess it's only game plan. So if it was a game plan that. Probably they didn't like. That's why they wanted them out. Mm. You know. But yeah. Well, culture could be like another thing too. Mm. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I don't know. Like, because he's he's bowling. He doesn't understand. Mm. Uh. Yeah. True. Because I was nitpicking his first press conference when they lost <laughs> to England, sixty to six. I, I listened closely to his words. He was saying, and I was like, "You man, I was like, man, this is not the guy, man." <laughs> he was saying, he's saying these words. Oh, probably like <laughs> when Tyrone May was in the hospital. Yeah. It was hip. He's going. Oh, is he probably? Oh, yeah. I, I remember I remember hearing yeah. that. Yeah, and I was thinking, yeah, yeah. fuck, you don't even know who your, <laughs> your boys are. What? Like, what kind of coach are you? Like, you know? Uh, so is it just me or does he look like the Joker? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Sully, there's enough guys in the Samoan team that know how to get good haircuts. Can we go and take the coach to get a haircut, please? <laughs> nah, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I, but I was just gutted, bro. I, I, well, look how far they've come. Mm. You know, it, like, with, with Matt Parrish being the coach but I've, uh, who knows now like, it's easy for us to say imagine imagine having Andrew Johns you know mm. the Johns brothers and then SPW involved but but we're just looking at their their pedigree you know? 100% well you know the Johns brothers can coach mm. and I think um, Sonny's um the point of difference that Sonny would bring is the respect. Not that there's not respect there now, but he'll bring like a that kind of element where, you know, I've I've been there, done that, mm. not won a World Cup. I don't think he's won a, a a league World Cup, but he's won rugby World Cups, and he's been an elite athlete, mm. performing at that high level for for many years. So a lot of the players look up to him and respect him for what he's done in the game. So he would have brought that element. Like you said, it's easy to nitpick now and be that. Like <laughs> I'm just so loud, just proud that they're playing in the finals, bro. <laughs> we got one more. They got one more <laughs> job to do, and I think regardless of whether they win or mm. lose, like I'll, I'll be proud of them. Yeah, just to to win, they will be the icing on the cake. Oh, yeah. I can only imagine how they felt after that, because social media is a cruel world, man. I know they would have been like you know, 
taking everyone's receipts like so mm. this guy said that yeah that guy said this yeah mm. and then to come out and perform and win away from home away from their families in England yeah see you know you know my take on all that in the final it's a it's different to the England game because these guys know each other yeah they all play in the NRL mm. you know either teammates or playing against each other so they know what they know what each other can do yeah so it's if I think like if they like say most of like a lot of the Penrith players are playing in Samoa mm. so if you can imagine that NRL team like the Penrith Panthers playing against another NRL team it, it, it might be just a, uh, looking at it in that perspective yeah. that they've already, they already play each other so it's up in the air you know it's it's sort of even yeah. in my eyes anyway like if I look at that perspective not kangaroos versus Samoa because mm. that's a, I mean, when you say kangaroos versus Samoa all you know, all you all you get out of that is the kangaroo, the aura of the kangaroos team. Like they, they got every, they beat everybody. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's like they're the basketball, they're like the USA Dream USA Team. Dream team. <laughs> it's like they're there. Yeah. But if you just if you just look at the players, player for player, player for player, yeah. and look at where they come from, they were you know, and you look at it that way, take away, take away the, that aura, yeah, the aura, yeah, and just say, okay, this this is. This, let's just look at this as an NRL game. Mm. See who's gonna win. You know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> so it can't be anyone's well, game. It could be anyone's game. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Because the thing with me with the England game, because that was the thing that like, because I don't watch Super League, so I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's hard to judge. Like. Yeah. It's hard to me to do that same technique I'm doing with the, the final. <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> so you know, I'm trying to. I'm trying to. I'm putting more money down on tour, man. In the final yeah, man because it's going to be a mean game it's going to be mean and I think the Kiwis sort of gave the blueprint on how to beat yeah beat kangaroos because I don't know if you watched that game but man the Kiwis almost had it they just ran out yeah just ran out ran out the gas man I, I, and I think like even Tonga gave a blueprint of how to beat Samoa oh. um, the kangaroos you know how they beat them uh, was it last year or the year before or like, mm-hmm. yeah just got to beat them up man Stick to mm. our stick to our strengths, which is our hard ball <coughs> carries, strong ball carries. Sorry, and then um, I think we just got to out muscle them, out muscle them, and then we play. Mm. But then it comes down to fitness too. Eh? Like, shouldn't <laughs> we last? Well, there's a few injuries too. Eh? Like I saw, because um, uh, I saw Fatmanu Brown's out. Mm. Um, obviously with that concussion, that yeah, yeah, and um. Oh, who's the other one? Um, Spencer Lenew. He's out too. I, oh, I don't know if they didn't rule him out um, officially, but they said that he could um, potentially miss the game because mm. of shoulder niggles and stuff. And we were really behind because who was the hooker bef- before? From un- or, uh, Danny Levi. Is it Danny Levi? Mm. So he got injured before. From, oh, no, he... Well, I don't know what it was. Um, so only got one hooker. No, sub. Or even Chanel Tavita Harris isn't really a hooker, mm. but he filled in mean on you yeah, know he did. he did well. Yeah. So, ah. yeah, I think yeah, because they got yeah they haven't got much subs eh? no. No, they they I knew they caught a few guys in, but I didn't. I, yeah, whether they play those positions or mm. whether they get selected to play is a different story. Yeah, so. mm. man, I'm never seen. <laughs> <laughs> because if, when we win, when Tor wins, 
Imagine that, man. Parades. Forever. So no one's going to wear it next week. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drive your car anywhere because you're going to get stuck. <laughs> Doesn't matter where you are. But um, no, nah, I just, I'm like you. I'm nervous, bro, but I'm, I'm just so proud, man. But it's a good nervous thing. Yeah. And uh, this is a nervous I never felt before mm. watching the game. Not even with All Blacks or even with, mm. even with the Kiwis or any game, any team of support. Yeah. I've never had this much energy exerted <laughs> from from any other team, you know. <laughs> and I'm reminded about when I first watched when I watched that Manusamo game when they beat Australia. Mm. Like, did you, you remember that game? Yeah, I that. yeah. When I watched it, I I didn't believe it, and it was just like, it was a gradual. Oh fuck! I think I'm gonna win. Yeah, it was. Oh, and bro, do you remember like the stadium? <laughs> there was hardly anyone in the stadium. It was all Samoan fans, bro. I remember that. <laughs> I was like, the nerve of these guys thinking they're gonna come here and. And beat Manusa like you know, mm. this is just a walk in the park. And they had a gun team. Do you remember mm. they had a gun team there? I think Bioani was playing, um Wolginia. Yeah, was, that's right. Um Matt Kato. Mm. I remember him chasing down um Tulangi. Do you remember when Tulangi got that break? And he did that Superman dive. Anyone else would have got wounded except for that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't dive and land like that and then get up like nothing's happened. <laughs> the wallabies bring eh? The short guy. Yeah. Oh yeah, because yeah. he that was his um debut, I think, or his first year. This one where he's getting smashed. He's getting smashed. <laughs> but he had a mean Super Rugby. Yeah, yeah. that's why they got. I forgot what his name was. Yeah, 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 yeah that guy, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> you know, speaking of um, Sonny B. Williams, because you went to Australia to be in his corner, eh? For the I Rock wasn't in fight. his corner. I just went in um. I was lucky enough to go over and, uh, yeah, you could see me in his corner, but just help him prep. Just have familiar faces around uh, while in camp. Um, yeah, that was a buzzy experience. We went to his last one. Uh, I took my youngest son with me. Yeah. Um, and this time around, I, I kind of promised my older one that he can come. But um, he he had some important schoolwork that needed to be finished. <laughs> Uh, so he missed out so yeah I went over um, but yeah man what an experience like I remember first hearing oh some fighting Mark Hunt <laughs> so this is a joke <laughs> you yeah, know like you yeah. know like hey what a joke but then like when I look back at it I'm like that's just Sonny bro like he he always wants to challenge himself and to be the best, you got to beat the best. And a lot of people say, like, Mark Hunt's 48 years old. But I'm like, he's old. But I'm like, Mark Hunt's been smashing guys for 30-something years. So he's always going to have that mentality. Like, even, I remember the press conference, was like, I'm going to smash his face. Like, that's just Mark. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, like, I would see him a few times during the week. So we had, like, a few media sessions and there was uh, open training. They had open training and then press conference uh, and then weigh-in. So like every time, right? you know, like being a young Samoan kid, so you, all you watch is David Tua, mm. Mark Hunt, like Ray Sifo. Those are your, those were like my idols, man. And I always wanted to like, oh, chances on a photo. But I always felt bad because so like I'm here representing my also. Like, yeah. <laughs> and I always had it in my head, like, so I want to get a photo. I want to go, go talk to him. Like, I want to go see like what he's like. But I, like, I just, I just never got around to it because I wanted to, like, my loyalty towards the Sunny and. Help him, like you know, but it was, I was in awe, man. Like, even seeing the tougher brothers, like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Bro, I was like, man, these guys are Westies as well. Mm. 
in my head, Sonic, can I have a photo? Like, I was like, ah. <laughs> and and I, looking back on it, I wish I did because that was another um, moment to celebrate Samoans, bro. You know, Samoans doing good things. Like. And I, I've always had this conversation with um, with Sonny too. Oh, not just Sonny, but um, like Afakasi guys that are proud to be Samoan. But to Samoans, they're not Samoan enough. And I remember talking to him, like I said to him, like even with myself, like but I grew up. My grandparents raised me. They started a they started a church with extended family members in Newland, the Newland Fakasa. and so we grew, our family grew up in that era. There's some things that happened that I didn't agree with. Um, so uh, through rugby. I knew rugby was played on Sunday, so if I can make ref teams, I don't have to go to church. So right. you know that you know, yeah. and so that that stuff happened. And so I was about twelve, same age as my son. Now where I started to understand and realize that stuff, like oh, yeah, rugby will get me out of going to church. I don't have to. And so from twelve to, or well, twelve to the rest of my life, like well up until now, I fell away from um, understanding or like the language. Because you know you're always around it when you're at church and going to bisi and doing all that kind of stuff. Like, I lost the language. I lost speaking my native tongue. And I remember going into high school. <coughs> Sorry, bro. This is this is it's not going off topic, but I'm just trying to paint a picture I'm so I can understand where. So I lost the I lost being able to speak, but I could understand the certain parts. As as I started getting older, I started getting less and less. And I remember at high school, bro, like the boys would always mock me, like. So you Samoan, you can't even speak, bro. Like, and I'd laugh, but so it cut me, bro. Like it cut me deep, and that kind of like uh, it would be like stored emotions, you know. Like when you talk, when we we're talking at the start about mental, or not mental health, but like the Bozi journey and um, growing up as a young Pacifica male, like what you can and cannot do, and all that. Like that stuff was like that was like the ultimate insult. Because I look Samoan, mm. but I'm not being accepted by some. Like, like these are my best mates, man. Like, I always get my sister, this guy's a fake, he's plastic. Like I laugh at the time, but it didn't like, but it hurt me hard out. And so all that stored emotion would come and haunt me later on. Anyway, um, like I've had a conversation with Sonny too about it, and this is like his is like this. He's like, oh, that's the same as me. How do you think I came up with the shoulder charge? You know, and I was like. <laughs> Oh, thank you. I had to prove, I felt like I had to prove myself through smashing guys. And when I look back at it too, I'm like, man, I wonder if, like, like for him to feel like to be accepted, he had to change who he was as a person because of all that. This guy's plastic. This guy, look at the colors. He's not Samoan. Like, and so he, 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 I remember him telling me, he's like, so that's why I I always wanted a short, like, bucker guys because just a, be accepted and have that connection and so like during that stuff like a lot of I felt I felt like a lot of people would would write off Sonny leading into that fight because he's not Samoan enough let's go with my cunt and I'm not saying you pick and choose pick and choose then come on this side then be on this side and say oh yeah yeah I'm just saying like they they're both amazing athletes in their own right Mark Hunt, like, 
but he paved the way for fight. He helped pave the way for fighters. Like, and it's amazing what he's doing now. Like he's standing up for not only himself but the other Pacifica fighters coming through and all UFC fighters to get equal pay. Like, bro, I love that stuff. You got Sonny as well. He's been he's been he's like a freak athlete. Like rugby elite start off league rugby. Um, he's a boxer now. Uh, like, but he could be a table tennis player. Like, you know, regardless of what it is, like, I still don't think like he's he's he doesn't get as much support as he should for representing Samoa in the way that he does uh, on the international stage. And so I was just by being Samoa, just for being, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I I just thought it was like instead of us being able to celebrate two amazing Samoan athletes, as I don't, I'm, I, was, I think Mark, Mark was born in Samoa. But Sonny's a New Zealand-born Samoan. Like, but the, regardless of wherever they're born, they're both Samoans. And if if Sonny had won, I, I like as much as I love Mark, like, and I I I, I saw the work that Sonny put in. I saw I see the way that he is as a person, like the way he dedicates himself. Like, I honestly thought he could have a chance, and that's like I'm being loyal to him for it. But I'm, I also know, like, man, I, I don't know how Mark, his training camp went, but he did lose a lot of weight and he looked really good. He looked in good nick. But I just thought, man, I thought, man, this guy's, Sonny's got it. And then with the loss, he obviously took it a little bit harder than what I thought, but he's always been hard on himself. And I think he even said it on, his, on one of his post-fight interviews was he was embarrassed. No, like, I felt sorry. Like, I didn't feel sorry for him. I was like, I felt cut. Like, man, why are you embarrassed for, bro? Like, look at your like look at your achievements that you've done. Look at how you've put Samoa on the map. And I know he wouldn't say it, but I just think, like, man, he just wants to, like, why can't we accept him as a Samoan instead of being, I don't know. Do you think that's been his drive for competing? I can't. Like, I, yeah, I can't. The way he's, the way that was. Well, yeah. With sports, I mean, he's used sports to, like, you know, how he's, he had these conversations with him about mm. about his culture and that. Yeah. Be accepted, like th- this is his way. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say, like, even in the book, bro, he's always wanted to be the best person that he can be, and he's always wanted to be like sport has always been what's driven him to provide for his family. Um, but I just. I can't. I can't um, uh, say whether that's a driving, been a driving factor for him. But from the outside looking in, like I think it might have a impact on. Yeah. Because when I first heard they were gonna fight, and then I heard that it was it was it was it was Sunny's camp that mm-hmm. asked for the fight. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. So then my first reaction was, oh, that's different. Like. I thought we were all supposed to be Samoans, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we're all brothers, we don't fight yeah, each other and that. Yeah. So that was my first sort yeah. of thought. Until after the fight and what happened and all that, and just thinking about it, it's more to me a celebration oh. of Samoans and, mm. you know, in the highest levels of sport or, you know, in the high level of sport, mm. just competing, well, competing with each other and just celebrating that. Yeah. Being, you know, yeah. Mark Hunt and Sonny Bill Williams Two Samoan fighters at, at the you know the top of the game sort yeah. of thing, you know. Yeah, it's, 
I, I'm just like, I, I just, I thought it, it should have been, we, we could have celebrated it a lot more, but I don't know what it is, man. Like, there's a lot of people that just don't like SBW. Like, I, and, and I don't know what, it, I don't know, I don't know if it's because he's, he's always been in a position where he can do what he wants. Mm. Not do what he wants, but have the opportunities to get, oh, yeah, okay, I feel like I want to try my hand at this. Mm. And he's gone and be being courageous enough to follow through with it. That would be the best thing about him, that he's able to do that. Exactly, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, if we talk about people showing, showing a pathway, mm. well, that's him showing a pathway. He can be good at this, he can be good at this too. He can be, you know, he can do three things. Yeah, well, even like he, he, he says it in a lot of his interviews too, like how he's gone into do media stuff now and, and be a reporter. Like he said, you know, I said, are you sure you want to do that? Because you can string sentences together. But I mean, like he, he'll come out and say, he'll be like, I wanted to do something for our, our Pacifica people to show that, hey, there's someone that looks and sounds like me that's doing something that I want to do, but I'm not courageous enough to follow. So the more we see people like that on TV, you know, the more it will inspire hopefully the next generation or, or someone just be like, man, I can try my hand in that. And that's why I think like he's, you know, league, that league stuff happened and then he went to rugby. He became a, like what, two-time world champ as an all-black, won two or two or three super rugby titles. Like, and then he went back to league and won two NRL titles. Like, you know, like just being in a position to... um show kids or show our Pasifika, our Māori Pasifika people, like, you don't need to be pigeonholed. Don't let anyone tell you what you need to do, what you can be. Like, mm. go out and do what you want to do. But do it wholeheartedly. And that's what he does. Mm. Everything he does, he puts 110% in. Um, and, and, like, yeah, he's 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 one of my best mates. But if looking from the outside in, he's, like, that's just him, bro. And he's, bro, he's... He's one of the most giving people. Um, that, that one of the most giving people that I've I've met, like, for just even like being over in camp with him, or just like walking around, like people want to talk to him. Like he gives his time. I'm not saying the other athletes don't, but like he's genuine about it. And there was a lot of times where we walk past homeless people, and he'll just oh, go take this and give it to them. But I said, "What you doing?" He goes, "Nah." I don't want people to think like this guy's just doing it just so people can see him. Mm. So he'll he'll see them. He'll, I won't even be looking, bro. He'll be like, "This go down there and give it to," and I'm like, "What?" Mm. So he'll give me, you know, a decent amount, <laughs> and just that's a male offer. Like this, mm. this is um, I can't say who it's from, but you know, just like you know, that's just his heart, and it's not just recently, bro. He's done it. Most times, like every time I go off him, like he always do it. Like he's always giving, giving to people, giving whether it's money or time, like you know. And I like it, and, and being having him as a, as a close mate, like seeing people not rubbish his name, but you know, talk rubbish about him. It like, but it cuts me, and I'm like, man, if only everyone knew who the real person behind the name is like you know then there'll, there'll be a lot more respect but he doesn't have to go out and prove that he knows who he is but still having that um, loyalty factor you know I'm just like that's my also man like if you got to know him then you wouldn't talk there's a lot bro that I can t- say about that fellow and he's um, 
he's he's played a massive part in, in, in my life the last like even with the ballsy journey where he's just I can't speak highly enough of him and I know he doesn't like me talking about it but <laughs> you know that's just him I've, I read his book yeah yeah I read his book it was interesting to me the how he grew up and um, when he talked about um, playing for the Bulldogs the first time mm. and getting into that like sort of party scene yeah. and knowing that it's not really him yeah you know, it's just part of the culture, part of the crazy know, <laughs> that, that scene. And then I remember reading, and that's when he sort of fell into his religion, eh? Because mm. that was something that made him be actually force him, to, not force him, to, but force him to be himself. Yeah. Like, because he knew it wasn't that wasn't him, yeah. him, him eh? Doing that, that 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 stuff. Yeah. Behind the scenes and that. And the religion sort of made them concentrate on who he is for real, like his his real person, his real yeah, his real person. Right? Yeah, yeah. it's um uh, like like we always talk about you know growing up we always church family like yeah, our mm. family's always church orientated and he was the same, but then it, they kind of fell away. I'm not too sure. I, I think it touches on it in the book, but like um identity that was like yeah. an identity part for him was mm. like man like this isn't me like what we're talking about. This isn't me. What can I, you know, where can I find that connection? Mm. So that belief in a higher being was always there. And and then meeting various people, um, he was blessed with Islam and, you know, that kind of paved the way for who he is today. Yeah. And I think that's what impressed me more about him reading his book because... I just think of me if I was if I was in that party scene I would stay in that party scene. <laughs> <laughs> so who wouldn't? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, just just to hear him talk about how just realizing, <clears throat> like he talks about getting in trouble, yeah, and just knowing that it's wrong, but he still does it. But he knows that it's wrong, yeah, and it's not him, yeah. You know, like that's it's, I think that's. It's something I wouldn't do. <laughs> yeah, well, like if you think of it, like growing up, you know, we're we're, we're the opposite, you know. Like yeah. I remember growing up, like go out and have a few beers with the boys, and then just want to stay in stay in that zone and play, you know. Yeah, yeah. But for me, I think someone has to tell me. Mm. Look, man, stop! Come on, man, you're <laughs> almost fifty years old, man. <laughs> <laughs> What are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. You know, someone has to tell me. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just gonna keep on going, being being stupid. <laughs> but, but it sounds like he figured it out for himself. Quite early on, too. Quite though, early, in yeah. The book, it was yeah. Just, yeah. yeah. But then that's the way to go forward. If you want to be good, if you want to be the best at something, you mm. gotta commit yourself 100 percent to that, whatever that that is. And everything else is just distraction, yeah. stopping you from making that. You mm. know and I think part of his journey and, and why he's so good at what he does is because he's passionate about those things, yeah. you know, and he works really hard. Yeah, you know, you can get caught in the party scene and you can lose track and mm. at any time. But I think because that's all he knows, he only knew yeah. growing up that he's got to focus, focus, go on back on that track it, again. Yeah, yeah. And still go. You know, it's that like, wallpaper story always. Hey, the wallpaper story in the yeah. um, in the book. He always says, "Man." I'm I always wanted to buy my mom a house mm. and get her nice wallpaper. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's crack up. Mm. Mm. But he's silly. Um, I can't speak highly of him, but he's he's done a lot for me, a lot for me and my family um, mm. through my journey. So yeah. yeah, I was just blessed to be able to be part of that that camp with him and um, 
Because he, he hinted that was his last hinted. Yeah. I'm not sure. But I don't think so. I, I don't know. So he's 37 now? Yeah, he's 37. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what's on the what's next for him. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, think, I guess we'll find out over the next couple of weeks. I think mm. he's just uh, uh, the loss hit him hit him hard or hit everyone quite hard mm. and um, yeah I spoke to him <coughs> um, earlier on in the week just touch base to see if he's all good because I hadn't I, I didn't see him uh, I flew out on the Sunday um, and I was meant to spend well, we were meant to like spend the, spend the night and just catch up with all the boys before we leave mm. um, but he he wanted he just wanted to go home and be with his family which is fair enough so I say goodbye to him and then be in touch. And I just spoke to him Monday or Tuesday. Mm. He seems in good spirits. He's good. You see, yeah. he watched the fight back for the first time. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> like, man, I should have just boxed. But I was like, hey, it's easy, you know, it's easy to, it's easy to um, watch things back and, you know, do what you could have done better. But, um, no, nah, it's good It's good to see him or hear him in, in, in good spirits. And Has he commented to you about the, the Tosa War? Yeah, he was Boys happy, bro. Yeah, yeah, he he, yeah. The, he misses me. Because, yeah. oh, so have you been to any of the parades? And I was like, not yet. Was, <laughs> we didn't have any flags. <laughs> but, um, nah, he, yeah, he's proud, man. Mm. He's always proud to be a Samoan. Um, but, yeah, nah, he's, he's stoked. Yeah. Sean, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I hope, um, yeah, hope we don't see the last of them. Right. You know, yeah, uh, he'll be floating around, mm. bro. He'll, he'll. I think he, I want him to fight again, and I want him to fight that one person that everyone wants him to fight. <laughs> but um, oh, the the Paul, Gallen, Paul. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Paul bags. But um, <laughs> nah, yeah, we'll, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Are you New South or, or Queensland? New South. Nice yeah, you're Queensland, eh? Nah, yourself. Oh, you're lucky. You're lucky. I was gonna turn this off. <laughs> nah, man, yourself. Yeah. You know, you touched on, you know, um, checking up. Yeah. And that's been a thing. You know, that's been a narrative for a lot of mm. things for our, for us, for our people, mm. when it comes to mental health, and it's something that's new. I think. I yeah. Feel. The whole talking about. Talking about stuff, mm. ch- checking up on people, not not leaving it in. Yeah, you know, th- I think for me the last five six years, mm. I think, but it's been like hard out. Like you you hear it everywhere on social yeah, media, yeah, yeah. on the other podcasts, on 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 the news, on you know on TV, yeah, and on on interviews and that. Yeah, it's it's a good thing, eh? A hundred percent. It's a good thing because. Yeah, cause I'm, I try to I try to think about my own mental health journey, mm. and it's hard for me to think anything that was bad. Yeah. Cause, cause, cause I I have trouble. Yeah. I have trouble thinking about what what depression is. Mm. Cause I don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't think I've ever been in that place. In that state. In that state. I've had anxiety, but then but then I hear people say, oh, everyone has mental health. Mm. Like, 
doesn't matter how little or big it is, yeah. you're going to have anxiety sometime in your life. And it depends on how you react to it mm. and all of that. You just hit it on the head then, was Yeah. I think, like, if you look at it like um, a, a scale, like, everyone's on the uh, on the spectrum somewhere. Just some people can understand and acknowledge um, their emotions, and then you've got the other end where people just can't. So everyone's floating around here somewhere. There'll be days where, like, and and I can only speak on my own. Um, speak on my own from my own perspective. But everyone else is like everyone's floating around here somewhere. There'll be days where they're like, "Man, I can't be effed. Like, oh, I can't, you know." And you could be up this end, or like, and there'll be days you'll be like, "Nah, man, I'm fine." Like, energy's contagious, but. It, it, it's like through life like everyone's different like everyone there's no how can I say like there's no like mental health doesn't discriminate so whether you're Samoan, Maori, Balangi like doesn't matter your heritage or your culture where you're from it doesn't discriminate so it'll come after anyone but it's just being on the spectrum you've got to be able to understand and acknowledge okay I'm not feeling a certain way or I'm uh, not feeling 100% like how can I um, accept and acknowledge it or this end like let's get on the, like I would, I would always look back at my own journey and be like when I was down this end I was like let's get on the piss like mm. let's get a drink like I need to get out like yeah and I think like now that I've navigated my way through my own depression and anxiety journey it's gone from Let's get let's 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 go drink. Let's get out. Like go out, blah blah blah, party. To also let's have a coffee. Like let's go for breakfast. Like my whole mindset has changed around that now. And like it's sad to it's not uh, a lot of the boys that I used to hold close to me are still in this end. Like let's go out and drink. Let's go out and party. But. For me, I tell them, oh, that's not part of my life anymore. I can't do that. But I'm still here for you in this capacity. Let's go and have breakfast. And mm. But because they're still stuck, not stuck, they still they still like this area too much. Our, not, uh, I wouldn't say our relationship or our friendship has gone like this. It's just like, man, I, meet me halfway, please, because that's not my life anymore and I can't. So... Yeah, that's. See, you, you, you know how you describe that. Mm-hmm. See, I'm I'm 44 years old yeah. right now. I was probably there until I was 36, 37. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Now I've sort of like moved over. Yeah. You know, and but I I like to think about back then mm. when I was here. Yeah. And I and the thing I think about is like, man, that's a lot of years mm. mucking around. Yeah. Like not progressing. Yeah. Man, if I if I started back here, I would have been further now. Yeah, and that, that kind of thing. Yeah. I always have that yeah. in my head. Like if I started saving when I was twenty one, would I have two houses right now? Yeah, <laughs> you know, no boxes of beer. <laughs> but you just can't. You just can't go back to. Nah. You can't. You just got to carry on. Yeah. You, you know, I. You know, but at the time when I was here, mm. like yeah, I was doing all that stuff, yeah. but. At no time, I don't know if it was because I didn't acknowledge mm. there was better places, or yeah. 
until people started overtaking me. Mm. And then you start and thinking. Then, yeah, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And then start thinking. Mm. But for me, it was, it was all about a, a, pro, a progression thing. It wasn't because I was sad and I needed mm. to drink. It's because I just wanted to have fun. Yeah. But then I hear I hear things on social media like sometimes procrastination is a form of depression. Yeah. Like yeah, you know, there's always. Yeah. And then I'm like, what? Really? I'm like thinking, really? Mm. Was I depressed then? Well, here's a question, you know. Yeah. See how we're talking about this area, like saying um, uh, the drinking and um. Uh, why? Why do? Why does that? Why does? Why do we have to associate fun with alcohol? Mm, yeah, that's I mean, what I'm realizing now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, and I'm the same too. But like, uh, everyone, uh, I don't know anyone that wouldn't look back and be like, "Man, I used to do this." Like, man, that was fun. Like, you know. But I was like, <laughs> that's just like, and I could be going off topic, but just like looking at the sport, um, the sport industry now, like you know, like. Alcohol is one of the not always always the number one sponsors hmm. for these events. Like, is that is that is that why we associate alcohol with fun? Like winning World Cups. Hmm. Let's have a beer. Let's get celebrate. Let's right. celebrate. Let's get trashed. Like, What's well, also part of the uh, uh, rugby sport. culture? Yeah, yeah. Have a beer after the game and the you know. Yeah. What well, does it have to, like you know like why why, why yeah why why do we have to like why can't we we can't have a coffee or like you know like, what cover why don't you why, why, your cover is getting more um, prominent now in changing rooms like the boys will have a cover session but I just I think like being on my being on this mental navigating through the mental health space like I I just find like I, I want to help our people I want to help but I can't help in the in the environment where we want to drink and do all that stuff not big from a religious perspective but from a perspective you're going to wake up tomorrow morning and tell me sorry i was drunk but you've just spilt your you know you've just spilt your heart to me and i've like uh, like hey let's let's put this plan let's put this plan and then i get a text the next day like sorry i was drunk that you know i was, I was like man you know they always say yeah. when you're drunk that's when you you speak your heart yeah. that's poison but um, uh, yeah, uh, there's no right or wrong way to um, like that. But, but I think I think for us to progress as a people, like we need to think about how to pro- progress mm. in 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 this Western world. You know, we can always stay where we are mm. and just. It's just like the cycle. You yeah. talked about the cycle. Yeah. yeah, we can still we can stick in the cycle, but mm. is the cycle gonna last for the next twenty years, fifty years, when robots take over and we can't? Yeah, no, and no more. Well, you know, even, when, we, stuff, you even know? when we spoke about it earlier on about growth, mm. like growing, like this, is it because? Oh, I, this is just the question. Is it because um, our our people aren't used to growing? Like, you know, we've always been in a cycle, like, um, school, go to work, look after your look after your elders. Mm. And I love that, you know. That's what our family's built off. Like, we go to school, get a good education, work, look after your elders, look after your mum and dad, look after your grandparents. That's, bro, I'm never going to change that because that's what I grew up with and that's what I love. But how can we grow in that space, like... 
how can I explain it? Um, and that's and that's probably what this book I'm reading, that decolonization book, yeah. talks about. How can decolonization use that that mm. stuff that's good that yeah. we know is good? How can everybody use it? Yeah. How can all of us use that? Because mm. you know the Balinese don't really do that no. kind of thing. But decolonization is all about bringing back. Taking mm. colonization away and bringing back Those a culture, uh, the, yeah, yeah. Uh, good values for mm. hum, humans, yeah. for all of us. Like, I think the definition of colonization is that they come, they take what they like, and, and then, they throw away yeah, what they don't like, yeah. and then oh yeah, we'll move on with, with this, the, then, these yeah, things, yeah, yeah. and then we're like left from hey, we uh, <laughs> we're not half half, yeah, you know, yeah. you know, we don't understand, we, yeah, you know, yeah. then we're in the space where we're like, don't know, mm. like what about you know, so. Decolonization is about bringing every, everything that's good, yeah, and for everyone to understand that, that this is good, yeah, yeah. and let's take and it then it's all move together. Let's go take yeah. it so, if what you were describing with the how we are helping people, with, mm. you know, with a, a collective sort of yeah. thing, eh? yeah, like first thing I'm thinking on my head is the whole old people's homes, yeah, like we don't have that. Like, what the hell is that? We don't have right. that, right? They didn't even get me started on that. But see, that that's the kind of thing we're talking about. Like mm. if they if if the Balinese came and saw us not have old people's home and think, oh, you know what, you guys should have an old people's home. That's yeah, better. Yeah. That's better. And we go, hey. Is it better or is it a money-making scheme? Th- that's just them. But no, this is better. We just look after our own. Like, we look after all the all the kids. All. And But they don't want to hear that. No, no, no. But what if we bring it all back? How can we integrate mm. all this good stuff? Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, you're right, bro. Did we just go off topic? <laughs> no, but that's the thing. Like you know, like there's so much to talk about. We want to go off topic. We're always going to go off topic. But like whatever we're speaking about is, it's. But going back to the mental health aspect, um, yeah, there's so much to talk about on that space too. But for our people, just understanding, it's hard because the way we were raised, we just need to um, understand and acknowledge that it is okay for us to ask for help. It's not a weakness. It's not a sign of weakness. And I know growing up, we're always taught, especially as males, like, shh, don't cry, that's enough. Mm. Um, don't show emotions. And I always look back, like, when you think about it, like, Matais, like, chiefs of villages, like, how did they feel, man? Because they're in charge of a village. They're in charge of a, a group of people. And imagine, imagine... um Wanting to ask for help because I don't know how, like, I don't, I don't know how to do this. So the next person in charge will be like, "Silly, this guy's weak. He's asking for help." You know, like, and then the village will turn on them. Like having that same mentality in mental health. That's why I think people don't reach out because the fear of being judged. But there, there shouldn't be a fear of being judged because, for a human connection, it's. We, it's human nature for me to want to ask you for help but it's that that fear of I can't ask this guy for help because what will he think of me you know when you get through that stage like especially that's what I was like for a lot of majority of my life was I was too scared of what other being judged by other people and what other people would think but as soon as I I was forced into the put my hand on and ask for help but once it happened, like, bro, the weight was lifted off my shoulders and, uh, like, you know, we're talking about looking back at our life. I was like, bro, I just wasted, like, you know, like, why didn't I do this earlier? Yeah. 
<laughs> and then I think that's how the Bozy journey just came about. And I was like, my first, like, yeah, uh, I need help. Uh, reached out for help. And then well, once I found, like, uh, not saying it'll be easy for everyone, but once the weight was lifted off my shoulder, I was like, okay, how can I help out people? I went straight into that mood. Like, man, if, okay, if I feel like this now after feeling like that, how can I help out people not go through what I'd just been through? Because to be to be fair, um, I was lucky enough to still be, like, I'm still lucky enough to be alive. Like that's how far, and, I, and I'm like, I'm like suicide was never, suicide was never on my mind. But at the time what I was going through, like all I know is I needed to sleep and I nearly overdosed on um, terminals. And so, um, just like, yeah, and then after that, reaching out for help, having gone through all that stuff, that's when I knew, like, damn, our people need this. Because when I was going through what I went through, there was no one that looked like me that was speaking <laughs> about mental well-being or, like, because it's it's a taboo subject. And it's I think it's taboo in our culture, too, because of religious reasons. You know what I mean? Um, but I'm just grateful, man, that I'm still here and that I'm being given another opportunity to be or speak about issues like this because the more um, I've been able to, the more like the brothers and those souls have reached out. I mean, like, man, I, like I can resonate with your story because I've gone through it. And that's the whole point of what we, why I do what I do is because I don't want anyone else to, I'm not going to save everyone, but if through me sharing my journey, hopefully it can inspire someone else to do the same thing. And especially being a father too, like the thought of like, you know, leaving my kids behind without, with, you know, by doing something that I wasn't really thinking about, like, but that motivates me too is to be like, I need to be here for my kids. But I also need to teach them, understand, acknowledge your emotions, um, and never be scared to ask for help. Never be scared to come to dad and ask, because I was always scared to go to my grandfather. I was raised by my grandparents. I was always scared to go to my grandparents. Or even my grandma, like, there's no one really I could talk to to say, because don't cry. Boys don't cry. Like, um, do as you're told. Don't ask questions. Like, with my kids, I've kind of reversed that role and been like, ask me questions. Like, ask me and your mother questions. How are you feeling? Like, which I try to make that. Like, I'm not a perfect father. Like, I argue with my kids sometimes, like, when they don't listen 95% of the time. But, uh, like, I, we try and have a, a open policy where... We eat dinner or we're in cars, like, how's your day? Like, what's happening? And it's always just those, yeah, it was good. It was good. But we always try and um, have in-depth conversations. Like, explain to me what happened. And then the more in-depth conversations we have, the more that I find out, like, this kid was annoying me, you know? Like, and But those, those conversations are meaningful for me because I never had them with my grandparents. Like, And, I, like, I'm not, like my, I'm not saying my grandparents are bad people. But they only knew what they knew. Mental health wasn't a thing back then. I remember actually um, 
when we had one of my cousins had mental health um, issues, and they were saying like, "Oh, that's the devil!" Like, you know, that's the devil in them. I'm like, man, I was scared. But now when I was going through my journey, I was like, man, that's what they thought it was. They thought it was a devil, but it was just they didn't know how to understand or they didn't know how to acknowledge there's a lot of emotions that are there. Like all they needed was or all they needed was to be able to unload and not be ostracized for not being able to share their emotions. And that's big in our culture is when stuff like that happens, the kappa goes up and they just sweep it under and put it back down. Uh, I remember having a conversation with one of my cousins ages ago mm-hmm. talking about um, suicide because mm. the stats are high for us still. Pasifika, especially Māori as well. Māori and Pasifika mm. is really high. It's really high for us. And we're just having the conversation about why we thought, you mm. know. And, and I still remember what he said. He said, I think because we love too much. Yeah. That's what he said. Mm. I think we love too much. I don't know what that meant. Yeah. If we, what, what love? Yeah, because yeah, we, we love too love. much then. We don't know how to handle it sometimes, you know. Yeah, that's it, a it can play with our heads. Mm. You know? Pride as well, ego. Pride, yeah, mm. and we don't re- release that. Mm. We have to release that, and that's where the talking comes in there. Yeah. Mm. But, and it, yeah. yeah. So that's interesting. I always remember that because mm. to me, love doesn't mean suicide. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think what he meant was just our what we have in our hearts. We love so much. That if it fails, something fails, we're gonna fail. Yeah, and we <coughs> feel yeah. Easy. That's you know? that's because we would get heartbroken. You know, it's if it, like that's it. That's it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Because we love too much, we give too much. That if we if something bad happens, we didn't have to. Yeah, we understand can't. that yeah, and yeah, acknowledge yeah. it. Yeah, and what's yeah. it? Yeah, I'm just trying to think back about my like through my journey too. That. Like lost grief is another one. Like, yeah, yeah. It's um. I I spoke about it earlier and like said sport was a oh, massive yeah. part. You know, yeah. sport was a, and it was a way out for. <coughs> um, you know, growing up in a in a Pacific household, like sport is massive. Whether it's boxing or rugby, rugby mm. those were the two main ones. And now, and I always like. Even having trying to make those rep teams at a at a young age, like twelve, thirteen, the All Blacks was always the pinnacle, you know. Like yeah. Samoa, yeah, All Blacks, that's the pinnacle. Like if you become a, one of those, then you've clocked life. Mm. And you know, as a young Pacifica kid, you know, I chased that dream for so long that I neglected the other aspects of my life, like. School, you know, you hear it all the time. It's, it sounds it's a cliche saying, mm. I went to school to eat my lunch. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you, most Polynesians would say the same, you know, I went to school to eat my lunch and hang out with my friends. I, I did that and I went to try and be the best rugby player that I could be all while doing that. And then because I had neglected um, how to share my emotions or um, everything else, and my, when when that rugby thing fell through, um, who am I? <laughs> you know, mm. who am I? There was the connection. There's no connection. Rugby was my connection. It's now been taken away. Who am I as a person? 
rugby was all I rugby was all I knew, or sport was all I knew, and now that's gone. Was it an injury? Or? Yeah, I had um, uh, I had three shoulder reconstructions before I was twenty three, and then I had two Achilles ruptures, um, just before um, my son was born. So I kind of like I, I was always I was in the system, but I wasn't playing. So the system I was always in the system of teams, um, but I couldn't play because, you know, the injuries, um, and so that that but that was kind of enough for me. Like, yeah, I'm, who do you play for? So I'm with this team. Like, yeah, all right, hey, all but right. I'm not playing yeah. because I'm doing rehab or I'm just trying to come back from injury. Um, but yeah, after just got even that that was a battle in itself. Was just going through because I remember growing like at high school, they would always tell us you guys are only one injury away from never playing again. You know, being naive as a kid, but that's not gonna happen to me, bro. I'm Superman, you know. <laughs> so next minute happens, you get three big shoulder reconstructions before you're 23. So I'm still a kid. I'm still like trying to figure out life, like trying to be the best rugby player that I can be, but also trying to figure out life. Like, bro. you know, while some of my other friends that I um, went to school with, like, 23, some of them have businesses, had businesses, some of them are uh, university, like, doing all these degrees, and his old mate trying to think he's the man and become an all-black or play for some, or just play professionally and on the scene, in the scene, but not in the scene, if that makes sense. And then see, I had, that, I had the same thought as you, but mm. but doing my thing <laughs> over here, <laughs> like thinking I'm better than yeah. everyone else because I I'm free. Yeah, you know I don't have a kid to yeah. hold me down. I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, I'm just partying hard out and like, you know, and I'm looking down at people that starting that families you know, early. You know, <laughs> you know that's what I was doing, mm. and I was just carrying on, thinking that this was yeah, I'm that's life. Yeah, I'm, I'm, free, I'm having fun. I'm going out. You know, yeah. blah blah. blah. You know, and then, you know, you start seeing people getting more successful. Mm. You know, hey, how do you hard work through hard work, man. Yeah. Because they got their family early, so they can, <laughs> they've got their, you know, pathway. And so like that's that. a down, that's a, that's a thing, <laughs> uh, not a downfall, but that's something that we're bad at too, eh, mm. is um, comparing. Yeah. Yeah. You know, comparing ourselves to other people, mm. especially where they're out in their journey, mm. like everyone's different. That's it's, a, that's a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is a thing. It's, mm. um. Inequality, because that that comes down to like even social media and that mm. you know when you you know it's 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 the man's way of making us spend our money. Yeah. Because if they show Kardashians or whatever girls are into or athletes, mm. the cars they drive and all that kind of stuff, the reality TV. You want you want it. You, know, you want it. You want yeah. you want to live that lifestyle. You know the influences that come on social media. Nice it's the devil's work, bro. You He's know? planning their scene. Yeah. Like, come get this. Come get this. Yeah. So you know, recently I've sort of like acknowledged that, all that, mm. and thinking, man, how can I step back from yeah. and just be? Because th- then I saw that thing called um a minimalist. Oh yeah. Hear those guys? Yeah, yeah. They just have like nothing. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but th- those two, those two, those two um. White dudes in America. Eh? Yeah, did you see? Like, I seen that they had they had a um, cause they're rich, eh? but man, they just minimalist. They minimal, like nothing. Like they're just like nothing. It's like they got <laughs> nothing, but they're grateful. That's yeah, yeah, the yeah. attitude. Yeah, yeah. Eh? Like they're grateful yeah. for everything they have, and then it's just 
I don't know how they thought. I remember we tried it for like, <laughs> I want to say two days, but really it was like 12 hours. <laughs> like, hey, bring that stuff back, hurry up. <laughs> oh, man. But no, nah, I've seen that. It's, yeah, yeah, just the, two white t-shirts and two yeah. blue jeans, <laughs> you know? No underwear. Nah. <laughs> and the one fork, one... Knife. one yeah, one, one plate, one... <laughs> one, one plate. <laughs> In a small little apartment. I think he sold his car for a skateboard or something. That's right. Just to get away. Yeah. <laughs> it don't never happen in a Samoan household. So what are you gonna do with one fork? Someone's gonna get sussed with it. I mean, I mean that's extreme. But yeah. we get the yeah, yeah the drift. Yeah. Do we get the drift of it? <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But you know, I'll not things that you want, you yeah. probably don't don't need. Yeah. You know, wants and needs different different. Eh? This, yeah. So. <laughs> You know, when you're caught in this part, yeah. you know, that's all you're about. Like comparing, yeah. getting the best stuff, getting the latest stuff, mm. nice clothes. And, but uh, it's like, man, I just can't believe I was stuck there, you know. Mm. Like, it's, it's a part of my life where I always look back on mm. and say, man, I should have, could have, would have done. But then I, f- I always think, yeah, but if I didn't do that, I wouldn't be here. I am today. That's the same. That's the growth, bro. You know, that's and that's that's cool, bro. That you can like you can, like we laugh now, but bro, that's 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 cool. The growth that comes from it, and that's what I think we need to encourage our people more to do is grow. Like, don't be scared. Just take the first step, jump if you have to jump, or like swim if you have to swim. But it's always that first step, you know. And then now, look, we're talking about you being in this space and the growth that you've had now. That's meaningless. I love that for our people, man. Like I, I love, I, I love seeing and supporting our people grow, in positive ways. You know, that makes me proud. That makes me proud. Like even if I don't know them, I'm like, man, he's doing good stuff. Like you know, because it's, you know, bro, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. The energy is contagious. If you're reading it, if you're watching it, whatever, um, it resonates with me when I see our people doing well, and it just makes me proud. And I'm like, yo okay what can I do what can I do now to continue this mm. because like we said before the more we see our people in spaces that we're unfamiliar with the more encouraging for you know the next generation like man I can do that I can do that I'll give it a try just give it a try if you fail you fail but you'll grow from the failure we need to start looking at it as like you'll fail that's it you're gone like we need to look at it yeah we failed okay what can we learn from this what can we take out of it to become a better person? The next time it comes around, boom, we got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> how about you? How about your you? How about your growth from where you started? From where, bro? Where, I'm and, a totally different now. man. Like, it's funny. Like we talk about it all the time. <laughs> I, I, with some of my schoolboys that I went to um, to Messi with, like, I used to have a bad temper, bro. And I always used to get sent off in games. Not always sent off in games, but I always used to carry like a lot of anger just through like growing up and like um, through like being bullied from family, like my family, my my family members being bullied, and then school not being um, not having that connection because I've lost my father more. Like you know, I used to carry that into games and. If you try to take the ball off, if you injured, if you t- like hurt one of my like my loyalties to my team, bro, I'm gonna get you. Regard like if you got the ball, you got the ball. If not, then that's your problem, not mm. mine. Like you know, like, 
And so we used to talk about it, and they said, yeah, Salim, remember how you, you uh, what were we talking about? I think one of the boys misses me. Oh, he misses me. What were we just talking about? He goes, sorry, but I, I posted something about Tosamo. He goes, sorry, but I remember when you can't fight Samoa properly. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I was just missing a bit. Oh, but have you played for Samoa? And then, <laughs> and then like, he goes, oh, but did you stay on the field long enough? Like, you know, like just that banter like yeah, that. Yeah. And then I was like, sorry, that's fine, man. But like the growth that I've had from there, mm. like to now, like, I'm not going to say I'm a totally different person because I've still got the values that my grandparents instilled in me. Be a good person. Um, treat others the way you want to be treated. Like, look after. Like, just that caring nature that we have naturally for people. I've still got that. But um, the, the the growth for me is, uh, you know, being now being a Muslim, like, understanding there's more to life than just trying to please other people. Like, um, live a certain way, um, live a life of gratitude um, and growing, uh, trying to inspire the next generation. Like that's that's my growth. That's my, um, my, my, my the path that I've taken. And I like inspiring, like doing stuff like this, like how you're doing your podcast and like a lot of people say, how's business? How's your business? It's not really a business for, it's, I don't see it as a business. That's just my way of um, giving back uh, in a positive manner for our community using a different means to um, having a beer to talk about mental health or, or like doing things that I, I like. Yeah, if it works for you, it works for you. That's good. But for me, that's... Oh. For me, it doesn't work, so I've got to try and find different different ways of um, of doing that stuff. So, yeah, that's 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 probably my growth. Yeah, my the growth that I've had in it, bro. And I just uh, it is what it is, bro. I'm at a stage now. I don't care what people think about me, <laughs> like silly. It's up to you, bro. Like I'm just me now, like. But I'm here to help. Like you know, I've always still kept that helping. Um, aspect or like that close to my heart like and I think that's just all Polynesians in general eh? like we always just want to help but some of us want to help with bad intentions like <laughs> I just try to be keep my intentions pure bro. like you know I just love everyone if you need help I'll help you mm. but um that's what are your thoughts on um on the kids on the next generation the kids over here like um and growing up like there's this thing that always gets talked about. It's the the tall poppy syndrome, mm. you know, and you can't really celebrate your wins these days because you have to be humble. But I, I, I think that's a I, I, I don't get the okay. We want to be humble, mm. but also want to celebrate. That's conf- two conflicting, conflicting things. things. <laughs> I think. Um, oh, is it the way you celebrate? Is that what humble means? Have you seen um, that um, Eliotta's Sapolo's? Is it this video? Yeah, the one about um, losers telling winners how to celebrate. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I didn't see it all, but I saw the start so of it. So that yeah. was that's bro. He's the man. So <laughs> if I ever get to meet that guy, bro, I'd just love to sit and have a coffee, bro. because he's, yeah. he's real. Like you know, he's yeah. a realist. But I think that's like there's no like the, everyone that gets salty are the losers. Mm. You know, like winners just let them like. 
and saying that, I'll probably look at myself and shh, be humble, you know. <laughs> but okay, I guess it's just like you said, it's conflicting. How what how we who are we to tell the kids they can't celebrate when they've just worked their bums off to achieve whatever it is mm. that they've wanted to achieve? Like celebrate, man. I mean, if you celebrate to inspire others, yeah, that's good. Eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you you're too humble, like, if you're too humble about it, you won't inspire no one, right? Yeah, because no one will want to be like a. Yeah, no one will see. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's conflict, eh? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. There's a conflict. There, there must be a way of doing it properly. That's what they're trying. They're trying to. I think that's what I'm thinking. They're trying to say. Just celebrate. There's a, there's a way to celebrate and a way to be humble. They're two <laughs> different things. Like humble, like. Yeah. No, I, I get confused. If, if you celebrate a win, like, bro, celebrate. Like, yeah. what's a humble? like? Um, because that, that's where they go to when they chop you down, eh? Be humble, man. Like, yeah. What do you want to be like that for? But like, they've just taken away. But the, they, they didn't win. Yeah. So that's, that's what I mean. That. Like, yeah. you know, it's always the losers. And that's what that are, was saying, eh? Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to say, <laughs> like, like, the losing team or the losers are trying to, <laughs> you know, tell winners how to celebrate. Like, man. Nah, I just. I I I I think you know, my kids. I can only speak to my kids. I think they they know enough about mm. when to be humble. But I also try and tell them to celebrate. Like you know, we just say like celebrate, man. I've, you've worked hard to achieve what it is that you wanted to achieve. Because I have this conversation with um, I made my knees assistant coach for Avondale First Fifteen, oh, Avondale College. Yeah, and um, he's talking about how. He's not used to the kids because he's he, he was brought up on he's Samoan half Samoan but he's brought up in Australia, and he's been to America and mm. and been there too, and now he's at Avenue, Avenue College. He he was talking about how he he can't get over how the kids aren't they don't go hard. Yeah, they're always like holding back. They how how old are, how old are these kids? The what's what's uh, six form? So six form seven form so yeah. seventeen eighteen yeah sixteen seventeen. Do you think like? Uh, this could be going off topic, but you know our generation we were brought up by playing outside. Yeah, everything we do is outside. We didn't have video games, mm. Well, there was video games around, but so I never had video games. Yeah. <laughs> I was never allowed to watch TV, so <coughs> all my time was spent outside. Mm. Whereas, like the next, like these guys that are coming through, like lot, like <laughs> so internet, like yeah, um, like devices, mm. like you know they're always in front of like even at school, like mm. it's crazy. I was talking to someone about it too. Like, this is, sorry, this is going off topic, but it was the same thing. Um, what the next generation of athlete will look like, mm. because the school levels, like some of the school levels at school, there's a few that have it, and the rest don't. But that was like I remember growing up at school, like everyone was talented, like mm. everyone could play footy, everyone could play basketball, everyone like. But there's only a selected few now, and I always want to take it, like look at it, like oh man, I wonder if it's devices that have. You know? Well, do you think it's a system? Because, you know, back in our days, when we had a lot of talent, was it because the system um, tried to cultivate that talent and told us to play hard? Because, you know, the selective few now these days, I think that's the way it is now. The yeah. selective few, uh, it's hard to be competitive, mm. I think. And and they don't they don't teach the competitiveness anymore. Yeah. Sort of thing, because the first thing that came to mind was when they... They scrapped the first 15 secondary schools uh, off yeah, Sky yeah. TV. Because one of the excuses I heard was because oh, when the when the kid drops the ball, he's yeah. on national TV. How is he yeah. going to... It's like, what? Yeah. That's, mean, a, that's a hard one. That's, that's, a, a, that's a double-edged sword, I think. That's another game. Like, you're supposed yeah. to... 
I'm just supposed to come back from some mistakes from that. But that's that's why I'm talking about devices. Mm. Because you know nowadays we'll drop the ball and there's no one there to be like <laughs> This guy's Gaia. <laughs> he just dropped the ball, you know? Yeah. But now like it's, yeah, they're talking about being on T V but they've also got like phones. Mm. Some of these kids, the wealthy kids, well, even you know, they've got access to phones, so they're forever posting like and that shame factor that and that's where a lot of the mental health issues are coming from is these kids are getting bullied, like cyberbullying. That's another thing, you know, like bullied for dropping a ball. Mm-hmm. But it's not only on TV, it's gonna be all over social media because mm-hmm. everyone kids and you can everyone knows screen recording now, so if you're watching the game, screen record. And it's not gonna go away. We're silly in our times, like we never had if you dropped a ball, like cool. The only person that's gonna care about that is your dad. <laughs> get in the car and get hiding. Like mm-hmm. now it's every Tom, Dick, and Harry that has access to a device or a mobile phone can replay that, make memes off it, and none. And no, no, that those are good points. Mm. In New Zealand, good thing about my, my friend because he's been to America. Yeah. So he's been telling me what it's like over there. It's crazy over there. Or? There's no such thing as tall poppy syndrome. Oh, they, they don't know what, what it means. Oh. And the kids they play hard like every That's because like anything. It's a, it's and it's like. I don't know if you know American sports. Yeah, they're yeah, hard yeah. out extreme, man. Eh? Yeah. Even with the well, even with their media. Yeah. Like they put players down. And yeah. It's yeah. hard to. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's just their sports culture over mm. there. Eh? They're like too. They're so extreme. Like they they cultivate all that. They um you yeah. know they they support all that kind of stuff. Like over here, you know, we try help all yeah. the time. And, I don't know if it's like participation awards and all that kind of stuff, but yeah, you could be right. America um, is so competitive. It's like if you're not good enough, you're out. Like there's no excuse. But they're also really good individual athletes too. Mm. Hey? Mm. So they push. Yeah, nah, nah. I know what you mean. It's, it's like a different. Yeah, different mentality. Different mentality, different yeah. culture over there. Mm. And I don't know if that's if if you're into American sports, if if, if I don't know if that's. If you want to bring that culture here in New Zealand, yeah, I don't know if that will do any good or if that will even happen. Because you know when I remember when the Blues played the the Crusaders and mm. and um, they're doing those. Um, I think you know how 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 Rico scored the try and they folded his arms. Oh yeah, and, and then Severus um, did yeah. the same thing, yeah. like that kind of thing. The banter, the banter, <laughs> like it was looked down upon over yeah. here. Yeah, that, that kind of stuff. I was like, why you want to do that for? Like. Be humble. Oh, yeah, there you yeah, go. There be you humble go, be again. Humble. You know, but in America, they all did that. All they the do time. all the time. Yeah. yeah, it's like a competitive thing. It's like it helps them, helps them play better, sort of thing. You know, you know, and it makes the crowd go wild, like you know, because they need that sort of thing to happen. They don't want that sells. Um, that puts bums on seats. Eh? Yeah, that stuff puts bums on seats and yeah, exactly. sells. Yeah. So I think that's part of the American culture of doing all that kind of stuff that we're not. We're not, we're not probably used to. But then, all Baxter's made that deal with the, um, the Silver Lake, yeah, that American company. I don't know too much about that, but yeah, so yeah, yeah. I don't know if they're gonna trying to go that way. Or, and I saw Adi Severe and his um, he did the article about how, how rugby in New Zealand should be events, yeah, rather than just going to a game. Like he was calling for the to have the tailgating, pre- yeah, yeah. tailgating at the stadium. And how cool would that be? Oh, that'd be cool. Be me. Oh, that'd be good for the game. 
you know, or help um support the game in terms of like people getting into the team. Mm. Like, can imagine if Eden Park did a two hour pregame. You can pull up to the car park and have a barbecue, yeah, just, <laughs> have some beers, and, you know, fun things that people can go and just enjoy. Yeah, and that'll be, be mean. Be part of the team. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that'll be mean. I miss I miss that. Um, I remember. Uh, I remember he did say stuff about that, but I miss reading that article. He's but he's a good leader for our um our people in the space. Mm. Um, oh, it's disappointing. Didn't make the um the top. Hey, again, again. Who who? What's the selection criteria? <laughs> who who who's on the selection panel? Uh, uh, bro. Hands oh. down, hands down, bro. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, silly. <laughs> But um, you know that I, I'm lucky enough to um, meet Adi and, and have done some stuff with him um, over the last couple of years. But he's see, he's um, he's I think he's following the sort of American kind of way because the things he talked about, like he talked about like tailgating the events which America does. Cause he's you know right. How they, you know how they went because that's right. He, they went over to play over there. Yeah. yeah. And um, he he was. I think he just learnt from how from they there. do it over there. He's bringing it back, but he's also using social media in the same kind of way. Mm. That um, even though even the Australian NRL players use social media like that, but the Americans use social media. That's his point of difference because eh? mm. he's he's with Rock Nation Sports. Yeah. So he signed with um that American American uh, marketing company, but um. So who else is on that? Who's ah. Uh, I can't remember. Uh, there's, NBA players, eh? Yeah, there's NBA players, uh, NFL players, but uh, there's only a few. I know uh, Tim and um, is it Mario Toji from uh, England, oh, right, English right, lock. Yeah, so yeah. they're the, they're probably the only two rugby players. But um, that's where he's like. That's what I mean with seeing people that look like you that you can resonate with. Mm. Like he's, I, I love what he does in the space, and he's not. Um, He's not shy to be vocal about things that he's passionate about. Mm. Um, yeah, he's he's another one to be proud of. He. Yeah, I, yeah, um, I, yeah. Some um, social media stuff because that's a new. I think that's a thing that we should all the, all the all the players should should do anyway. It's well, it's good to see them on social. Like some of them on social, you can gauge who's being genuine. Mm. You know, he's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Like some people are just like robots, and I'm sponsored by this, so I need to post this. Like, but get creative, <laughs> you know. But Adi's creative, bro. Mm. He and he wants you to engage with his with what he posts, and it makes you wanna oh wonder what he's up to next. Like you know, there's some I'm not gonna name any. But some players are just like the old. <laughs> oh, we know you're sponsored by that, bro. Get creative, <laughs> like. Well, he's got his own line, so he, he's, he's got, yeah, he's got his own so line, yeah, which is mean. But just using that, and he had his podcast, remember? Yeah, he was he doing his, his podcast yeah. for a little bit. So yeah, just using all those avenues, eh? using those, because I liked when he said when he's he didn't like how the New Zealand media portrayed the players, mm. and the players have to be like trained, media trained with. You, uh, like just touching on that too. So remember how he came out and started announcing his his own um, contract deals. Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. He did it for his own channel. Like Nani Lamapi is another one. See, mm. that's mean because then now the media don't have the narrative on it. Yeah. So they earn it, so they can put it. They can come across however it is that they want to, mm. and that's what's so unique about what um Adi and even Nani to a certain extent too is starting to when they announce their signings, 
there's no narrative from the media or like so they're always trying to take a stronghold on like oh nah we need to be the first we need to nah mm. I'm saying it how I want to say it. I'm saying it on and the podcast, I'll de- yeah. and I'll deliver, yeah, and, and I'll deliver it how I want to deliver it. Yeah. There's not a script to say, okay, can you post this at this time and tell everyone that? Like, no, nah, I'll do it how I want to do it. That's me. Because that's the thing yeah, rap players are doing. They're going on podcasts and saying they might drop a hint, <laughs> and other teams will re, re, re will listen and read it. Like, oh man, I think he's gonna leave. He's gonna, <laughs> we better. Chuck him some money Chuck, Oh look we've put some money aside And grab this guy Yeah 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 So you're right The media's They're they not going to the media now You know they're doing their own Making their then, own But platforms. they're not going Because of what you are just saying before Like There's always a negative spin On what they mm. And they only take a certain So say we've spoken now For an hour That'll take two minutes And yeah. it'll be the worst two minutes That we're <laughs> speaking about You know And then we'll be like oh, this And then people are just like So that's what that guy's like Right mm. But They've missed the whole hour, you know, like of what what's been spoken about, mm. and uh, that's yeah. You, you just you bringing it up just reminded me, like yeah, that guys, um, those guys are, are, are um, taking a stronghold and, and presenting news the way they want to tell their fans, because mm. at the end of the day, like it's just engaging with their fans, not like through the media and then the fans. It's directly to the fans, which is cool. And and the other way you see it is when you read the article and they said, oh, he said this on this podcast. You know, they didn't get the information yeah, from, from yeah, him. Yeah. They got it from a podcast. From a po- <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's working. Yeah. You know? they've, they've taken the power sort of away from from the media. The media has to like listen to podcasts now to see get get the get the info now, you know. And that, that's why I love this, this podcast platform, you know, because mm. anyone can do it. Yeah. And I love that anyone can do it, you know. And it's not radio, it's not TV, mm. and it's, if you if if there's a podcast that's like a conversation, mm. I mean, you get your podcast that's uh, you know, they just do certain topics, you know, so and yeah. it's only like half an hour, so it's like bah, 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 bah. Yeah. But with this one, I like to think you know it's just a conversation. I don't know where it's gonna go. Yeah, I don't have a script. You know, I just invite people to come talk. Uh, and we we'll just, just talk and see what happens. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Talk and see what happens. We might end up somewhere. We probably didn't think we'll think end up. Right, yeah. You know, and that. And those are the best ones for me. Mm. You know, the best ones for me is when I just start with a random topic and an hour later... We're talking about something else. Sorry, yeah. We haven't even gone to where we wanted to talk <laughs> why that person was here in the first place. Yeah. Thing, you know, so... And plus, it's good that, you know, anyone can do it. That's what I love about it. Anyone can do it. Anyone's got a point of view. Yeah. And we need more out there. You know, we need more Pacifica ones out there. Mm. You know, there, there's a lot of mental health ones out there. Which is good because mm. we need it, you know. But we need more. Yeah. Know? There's a lot of stories out there. They so need to be told. We mm. need to be told, and people can re- relate to. Because it doesn't matter how small, how big your the story is, someone's gonna be relating to it. Yeah. You know. Hundred percent. I mean, if I say one now, like I remember one anxiety I have, I had back in the days was when I show up. I show up somewhere. To an event, yeah, and you know, I'm not comfortable talking to people in this event, mm. so I just go home. Yeah, I just I'll actually go park up, and then change my mind so and just drive leave. away and go home. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know that, bro. I can that, relate that. to that too, hundred percent. You know, after that, a few couple of times, you know. Yeah. You know, but see, I might think that's small, but no, nah, someone might mm. ha- have a worse case of that. Yeah, and you know. 
I get like that sometimes, bro. Like, I'll get invited to places mm. and I need to apologize to my wife because I always say, oh, well, you know, the, the boys will be like, oh, so are you still coming? Like, nah, I've got to do some stuff for my wife. Mm. Uh, my wife is like, she doesn't care because she knows. But like, I, I, like I sometimes get social anxiety like that. Like, I just, sometimes I just can't be around people. Yeah. Like, I just get so angry. Like, <laughs> I don't know what it is. And so, like, uh, yeah, I'm known for that too. Like, people get like, oh, so they used to, oh come to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there, I'll be there. And so they still coming. I was like, oh, nah, it's like the kids or my wife. Mm. Like, But it's just that anxiety of just being around mm. an unfamiliar, not unfamiliar place, but places that I don't want to be. I want to see the people, but I just don't want to be in the place or like vice versa. Like, I don't know. Are you better than me? Because I actually say, yes, I'm coming. And <laughs> I, I show up and I'll... I'll leave. <laughs> well, at least you go to Z, but I won't even turn up for I tell my wife. But, because I've got a birthday that I um, need to go to on the weekend. And the boy's missus is like, I go, oh, happy birthday. Or we'll catch up, mm. catch up on the weekend. And then I uh, got the text back. was like, is this one of those, um, you're going to tell us that your wife mm. needs you to do something? And I just laughed. I go, Sally, I'll be there. You're lucky it doesn't clash with the Tosa Amor game. <laughs> So see, for me, thinking about that, that to me, that's a stupid thing, yeah. reason to be It could be stupid, to some, but it's a real thing, you know what I mean? You know, another stupid thing, if I think about it, uh, being at a bar and not having a drink in my hand, <laughs> and like, you know, you have to, or, you know, you ran out of beer, you ran out of beer and, you know, you got to buy one, and yeah. that, that moment bef- Before, between, between then and between when you get, then the and when you get another yeah. beer, I've got anxiety. <laughs> Why? Because of the fear of being judged by someone like this guy's standing there looking. Yeah, and he's yeah, got no, so. he's got an empty glass. Yeah, or empty, empty glass. Or <laughs> can't afford anything. Can't afford a drink. You know that kind of stuff. Like, yeah, that plays around with you. Yeah, you know? see, it's yeah. real, loose. It's, it's a real. real thing. Yeah, everyone will like. There'll be similar situations, but it'll be different. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Oh, I know I'm not the only one, but you know, the more we can try and normalize these conversations, the more mm. they know someone else. But I'm the same, like, yeah. <laughs> I just I just called myself out. So sorry if you always ask me to come places and I say, yeah, and then at the last minute saying, nah, you know, it's, uh, there's some anxiety going on there. I don't know what it is, but yeah. <laughs> so, man, uh, before we wrap up, I just want to say, like, thanks for coming, man. Thanks for coming, thanks for coming, Rob. And um, what, what do you think the score is going to be on Sunday? Ooh, what do you reckon, son? Forty-four. You tell me what your score is, then. Twenty-four twelve. Twenty-four twelve to Samoa. Twenty-four twelve. Yeah, I'd <laughs> I'd probably say. <laughs> Yeah, 18, 18, 10. 18, 10. Mm. Or 18, 26. Nah, you really see Jules. So this guy is the biggest Panthers fan. <laughs> so if you ask him who's going to score the first try, who's going to score the first try? Bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be low score, eh? Cause I think it'll be low. Both semi-finals were low scores, though. Yeah. Oh, I think, yeah. Well, 26, 26. well the, uh, the Samoan England one was like 27, 26. But the mm. Kiwis one was, mm. yeah. Against Australia, so. Yeah, yeah now I'm going to go 18, 10. What 18, have you 10. got? I think 18, 22. Samoan. First yeah. try scorer. 
think it's gonna be um I think it's gonna be Loy. Oh, dummy, dummy on this side, uh, okay? I'm gonna pick um Yeah, I wanna say Soli. But I haven't seen him score a try, dude. He's gonna score a try against Tedesco. He's gonna run over him. Ooh, that's a good that's a good matchup, man. Uh laugh whoever wins the game was gonna be the starting fullback, fullback for the rest of <laughs> <laughs> Nah, yeah, I'm gonna pick that. I'm gonna pick to, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick um Soli. Soli to be the first try scorer. Mm. Mm. That's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. You know, I watched um Stephen Crowden's post game. Yeah. Did you watch that one? No, I, I didn't. because when we, <laughs> I don't know if it was England's doing, but so as soon as the game finished, like we didn't get to watch any of the. Oh, our sparks bought cut off. Oh, right. oh, true. <laughs> no, so he, no, he did the one after, like a couple of days after. No, nah, I haven't seen. Yeah. It. Is that the one? Is, the, is he? Was that Radio Samo? The one he did? Yeah, yeah. Oh, nah, I've seen it coming, but I haven't seen oh, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was an interesting one because they yeah. asked him about the, and I knew it, but I didn't really think about it. Mm. If. Samoa becomes a tier one nation after this yeah. World Cup. That's going to put things in perspective with them joining the New South Wales. New South Wales in that eight, yeah. Because if they still have that rule, then they have to choose. Yeah, true. Well, so, what? How, how do you become a tier one nation? You've got to win. So, if they win the World Cup, do they become a tier one nation? They have to be. Have to be, right? So, does that mean that they get tier one resources? Because that'll change the game again, wouldn't it? Well, what are the resources? I mean, like, look at what New Zealand and Australia get. Mm. If you're a Tier 1 nation, surely you're going to get paid the same as what they get paid. Mm. But and isn't it up to the unions? Uh, rich the unions? I'm not too sure. Or rich the club? Or yeah. What do they call it? Fran- well, no, nah, it's not a franchise, yeah. They don't call it union? union. Oh. No. oh, yeah, I wouldn't have a choose. <laughs> Country, <laughs> <laughs> something, something yeah. like that. Because <laughs> that's yeah. Because because that, even that rule's dumb. Because New South Wales and Queensland ain't a country. Yeah, true. But that's that's like how that's like how the All Blacks have the stronghold on. Um, like you got to play in New Zealand mm. to be an All Black. Right, because that's their rule. Then, that's yeah. their rule, and then like Australia's the same. Like, if you're gonna, well, I don't know, state of origin, you've got to be. Ah, uh, I don't know. Because they, they already broke their rule when they, when Mel Meninga picked Adel Carr for Kangaroos. Are you supposed to play Origins, play Kangaroos? No, I'm not sure. I didn't, even know, that. I didn't know that. But yeah, yeah. That, that's my opinion about it anyway. Like, New South Wales and Queensland ain't a, ain't a country. Ain't a country. It's Australian rule, eh? Yeah. It's their rule. I did, yeah. <laughs> that, uh, that'll change or, the origin landscape too then. Because if you think of any row, it's full of... Polynesian players. That's what I missed here at the start. Like what? I mean, what, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do when it's going to be ninety percent? And it's only going to grow too. Mm. It's only going to grow like um. What? A couple of years ago, it was forty, and then I remember Sonny said in his book, it's like fifty, heading into sixty. Mm. So you know, like it's only you're right. It will at one stage might not be ninety, but it'll definitely grow up there. So they they will have to evolve their rules. Oh yeah. That's they're just salty because you know, like just let just let someone else win, bro. Like let us have our time. Don't worry about origin. Like see, they're just worrying about what's gonna happen. What if, what if silly, it's gonna happen sooner or later? If it's not Samoa now, it'll be Tonga or Fiji. Like you know, like 
It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And Tonga really proved that they've been in Australia. Mm. But Samoa's in the World Cup final. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, so, nah. So what's happening in the next uh, few weeks for you? Next few weeks, we're just uh, trying to wrap up at school, um, get the school year finished. Um, we've got a new Borsi range dropping. Oh, yeah. So we'll drop it. Um, I think we're meant to drop it tonight, but we've, we've, we've got a few things that we need to sort out. So it'll be dropping tomorrow. Um, so jump on the jump on the website www.borsi.nz or jump on our Instagram account Borsi 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 um, and just follow us. But even if you don't purchase anything, like it doesn't, there's no skin off my nose. It's just more so for us getting the message out there. So if it resonates with you, give us a follow. Um, and like we've said throughout the podcast today. Um, we're always there to try and encourage and inspire our people to be better and be great because um, we need more of it, especially uh, to help our next generation. So, Charles, you know, like what you've taught me tonight, um, you might not think, but man, just you just made me reflect on, you know, what anxieties I did have in the past and how that made me feel, you know, and then just don't, just, for me to make sure that it's it's something mm. rather than than nothing, nothing because it is something and I, and just learn from it you know like mm. i know i always thought think about me back in the day as being this this guy that that, that yeah. you know that that can you know that thinks oh i don't i'm not depressed or anything you know yeah. i don't believe in it and that kind of thing because i don't understand it that's yeah, why yeah. but you know it is real and mm. You know, you've you've made me reflect on all that, and and the growth, yeah, and and, and my own growth. Growth, that's all. I gotta, want. I gotta, I gotta celebrate those wins, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be humble. <laughs> celebrate them. Celebrate them, man. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Uzo. Thank you, Uzo. Thank you for having me. And uh, bro, I'm always, I'm always down for coffee, coffee and breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Fuck. Fuck.